Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas. It's Barry on Deck, hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian Barry Laminat, starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Laminak. What's up, you damn dirty dickheads? Welcome to Barry on Deck. I am your host, Barry Laminak. Thank you guys for being here. Today is Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday. I knew that. January 10th, 2023. And this is episode number 595, folks. We are five episodes away. Five episodes away from 600 of these bad boys. How dope is that? Welcome to the show. Welcome to the program. Thank you for being here. Ah, boy. I'd love to tell you that last night was fun. Uh, If you didn't get to watch it for whatever reason, lucky you. I actually, I'm not going to lie to you, Chad. I didn't watch the game. It was, it was a debacle from the get-go. Now, I'll say this. When TCU scored their first touchdown, I was like, oh, okay. Maybe this will not be a shit show. But literally by the time I got all my stuff together to go outside on the porch and fire up a cigar and finish watching the game, it was over. It was over. So we'll get into it. We're going to talk about it. I promise you that. Um, but welcome to the show. I hope you had a good night. Unless you're a TCU fan, then you then you probably did not. Um, boy, one thing I didn't have to worry about, paying anybody $25 for an Amazon gift card. Well, we all swung and missed on that final score, didn't we? Holy shit. Sean, it went exactly like I thought it would. Oh, really? You predicted 65 to 7? You lies. Lies. Although some of you did call it as a pretty much a blowout. I know Perry called it. I think Sean said it would be a blowout. Where'd all my nut where'd my list go? Oh, I did it in a notepad. That's right. Um, let's see. Who was the closest? Let's let's find that. Let's let's find our closest to without going over. Here we go. Scores. I said 38-27 Bama. I mean Georgia. Uh, let's see who had it as the biggest blowout. So we can eliminate all of the TCUs, uh, for whoever was 42 to 12, never claimed that, but that was pretty dang close. Uh, let's see. 41, 20, 21, 10 and 38, 31, 14 flip at 31, 14 in a blowout. Sean had 52 to 10 in a blowout. Damn Sean. Damn son. I think that's the leader in the clubhouse. 52 to 10. Uh, let's see. 23, 17, 42, 21 was McLovin. 42, 27, 42, 17 was Perry. That's probably second. Let me remove that up here. Um, let's see. 38, 17. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, it looks like that was the, that was the, let's give it up for Sean. Look at Sean coming through in the clutch. Sean with the prediction 
Um, 52 to 10, which I thought that's ridiculous. Did you watch TCU Michigan? Ridiculous. Well, shit, did I watch TCU Michigan? What did I miss? We'll get into it. We got plenty of time to discuss last night's game. Uh, but good times, man. Good times had by all. Hey, I wanted to talk to you guys about something real fast before we get into the chat and get into this show. Um, hold on, let me finish these slides real quick. I, I had these two slides. This was supposed to be a fantasy update. Okay, I got that. Uh, why isn't this working? Okay. Okay. Sorry, I'm confused right now. Okay. All right, I think I got it all. Cool. All right, my bad. Um I, you know what? We were I was talking to a family friend who might actually uh, be on board and willing to help produce the show. How dope would that be? Huh? How badass would that be to actually have a real life producer in here that can help me with pre-show prep, post-show? I was busy yesterday though. I cut up four videos from yesterday's show. So that's good. We got the social media rolling. Um, all right. Let's get to, oh, the one thing I was going to tell you about, the one thing I was thinking about, I'm you, Twitch used to be uh, where it was like, you can't, you can't go live on Twitch and somewhere else. Like YouTube never gave a shit. I could go live on YouTube and Facebook. Facebook didn't give a shit. You could go live on Facebook and YouTube. Um, Twitch was the only one that was like, nope. That's all we do, so you can't go live anywhere else. Um, but we still, damn, my hat is dusty as shit. I got to dust this hat off. I know y'all like this hat, right? Oh, look at all the haters. Look at all the haters coming out. There's like three of you that might like this hat. The rest of you are going to hate it. But I don't give a shit. It was a Navy hat, and I bought it, so suck it. Um, I, uh, I'm thinking about going live on TikTok and or Instagram uh, while I do the show. I don't know exactly how that would work just yet, but I know that the software that I use, vMix, would allow me to go live on either of those, I believe. So, I don't know. You know, we tried the Podbean experiment. It was good for an audio-only version of the show, but it just didn't create much of a... Um, what is the word I'm looking for? It didn't bring much to the table as far as growth and for the hassle that it was for me to get it up and running every day wasn't worth it. Um, but I don't know, maybe being live on TikTok at the same time or being live on, uh, uh, Instagram at the same time, maybe that, uh, maybe that'll do, uh, wonders for the growth. I have no idea. So we gotta, you know, we try everything though, right? That's what you do. You just keep trying until, until it doesn't work. Yeah. Demona said that communists don't TikTok. That is a problem. Um, it's also where everybody is. So. What you going to do? Okay. Uh, late but here. What's up, Sandoval? No, you're never late when you're here, buddy. All right. Let's get to the chat. If you don't know, that's the shout out to the chat. Uh, that's where we say hello to all of you uh, crazy, crazy ass deckheads. Everybody that makes this show possible. By the way. I uh, misread uh, Becca's quote. We rated her yesterday, and I all I saw was she was like, hey, so sorry it took me so long to get back to you. Uh, so I thought, oh, we got good news. She's going to join. She says she's too busy. She's she's big leagueness, and, uh, well, it happens sometimes. So we got big leagued by Brazy Becca, 
but it was cool. Uh, she's a nice enough gal. Um, but just sometimes, you know, it, people, uh, people have no interest in doing certain things. I totally get that. It's totally cool. Uh, however, I will say this. I am committed to getting more guests on the show. I have reached out to in the mud sports. I have reached out to the folks at book it. Um, I'm bringing Kelly eco back every once in a while, probably not a full time weekly thing just because of his schedule, but he'll pop in and out on occasion. And I put a, put a call out on Twitter. Uh, for your, if you know of someone that covers a team and does it well, don't give me like my buddy Jay started a blog. He's a big, uh, Colorado Rockies fan. And so he started a blog and then the whole fucking blog is we need to do this and we need to do that. And it's like, no, I want to talk to professional media people. Uh, so if you, if you have someone that you follow, for example, if you follow Kelly Eco for your Rockets coverage, I would want to know that, right? Uh, if you follow, um, what's it called? If you follow, I don't know. Um, oh, there's another good example. Somebody gave me one for, uh, like the saints. If you have like a saints media person that you follow, let me know, hit me up on Twitter, message me. Uh, I want to compile a list so that I can start bringing those folks in and talking sports as we do. And I'll, I'll, I'll get a list together myself, but, uh, but yeah, you know, if you got somebody you like, I'm all ears. Um, so let's do it. Here's the shout out to the chat. Now, I saw Alan Denson was in early. Alan was first at 133. So he's the greatest decade in the history of the world, at least for the next three hours. And then it's just back to regular old Alan Denson, who was always in trouble with Catherine. Uh, but he said, hello, deckheads. That was at 133. At 153, he said, hope everyone is having a great day. And at 156, he did the cheers, uh, Barry on deck shot glasses. Uh, at 201, he put, I always feel very alone here before the show, but some days it's quite comforting. <laughs> oh, and then uh, Tiger Stripe showed up. He said, good afternoon, you crazy Deckard and Barry. Uh, so there you go. So after that, I see Terrence is in early. What's up, Terrence J? Uh, D Mata's in. You know what? I really did believe in TCU. D Mata said, well... That was your bad. I did too, though. I did too. I felt, I, I believed in him enough to cover 13 and a half. Shit. Uh, Alex Villanueva, Alex Villanueva is here. How are you, my friend? I guess I owe you $20, Barry. Well, no, we didn't, we didn't officially bet. None of us officially bet. So don't worry about it. Uh, although I did like, uh, where's that? I bet, I wonder whoever it was, it was like, ah, uh, who was it yesterday that was all up on my ass about, Oh, baby, $20. Remember, they were TCU honk like through and through. Who was that? Let's see. I bet you they don't show up today. It wasn't Sean. Who was it? It was, uh, it wasn't Flip. It was, it wasn't 69A. He showed up late. Uh, who was it? It was all, oh, it was Churro Mania, right? It was Churro Mania. All up in my ass. 3027 TCU. What did it bet me? I said, all right, you give me Georgia and three points? <laughs> Shit, I could have gave you TCU. This is what's crazy. You, Someone could have spotted you 50 points and gave you TCU and you still would have lost. What? That's insane to me. That's just absolutely insane. Uh, all right, who else is here? D-Mod is in the building. Alice Villanueva. Aaron J. Bryant, what's up, AJB? Good to see you, homie. You're Yale Villanueva. We got the Villanueva boys in the building. John Dory is here. Uh, memesters, what's up, Mimi? Good to see you, sweetie. FJ, what's up, man? Alan Denson, we got. 
Uh, McLovin is early. He said, what's up? See, McLovin, you just got to do better than that. I'm not even going to read it because it was so dumb. Uh, FJ's here. That's my cousin's name, Alex. Is it? Uh, Alan Jimenez. Okay. Uh, Hugh Dad, what's up? Hi, I'm new here. Please state a fake name and how many kids you have. Uh, my my name is uh, Larry Bamanak, and I have seven kids. I told you Georgia was going to blow them out, says McLovin. But, but, but what was your prediction, though, McLovin? Let's see what McLovin's prediction was. I need to stop closing this. 42-21. Mm, not exactly a blowout, but definitely, you definitely were on the right side of it, unlike me. I'll give you that. Christopher Reyes is here. What's up, Mr. 1%? Good to have you. Uh, I mentioned Hugh Dev is in the building. Flip! Howdy! How are you? Good to see you. Is that Yankees hat? I will hang you. I will hang up on you, Hugh Dev said. Yeah, it is. Oh, who else? Sean hates stuff. It went exactly like I thought. Yes, it did. Jeff Bell, what's up, pimp? Good to see you. Who else? Wine is punk rock. What's up, Cisco? Hi, from Fredericksburg. Good to see you, my friend. Jared Taylor's in the building. Anybody hit the total? No. Nobody, nobody. Got, oh, the total? Well, you had to get the right score. But I guess we could go through and do totals, right? Uh, but it was really more about predicting the score correctly. Let's see. Uh, who else I got? Sean, Alex, Jeff, Wine, uh, Jared, Hugh Dab I got. Hey, Suze, what's up, man? Good to see you, buddy. Thank you for being here. My sweet, sweet Donna's in the building. Hello. Uh, Nightbot's here, that raggedy bitch. Uh, look, I love, uh, Rudy Rod's got a new intro and I'm digging it. Look, look, this is Rudy Rod's new intro right here. He used to say sanitize, wash hands, social distance, back up. Uh, but then I changed it to back the fuck up. And so now he was, now he's just abbreviated. He's exhausted. He doesn't want to type anymore. And I don't blame you. Hi, Jen. How are you, sweetie? Thank you. Uh, D mod is here. Sandoval. What's up? Oh, good to see you. Steven, the weather guy. I thought we talked about rhino pills for growth. Stop it. Mark G, what's up, man? Uh, good to see you. Prize Picks Guru, you should have Trent on for from Book It. Yeah, I'm trying. I, I messaged him on Twitter. I thought that was him, but maybe it's not. I don't know. I am I don't have contact info for Trent, but I would try to get I would absolutely love to have him on. I'd love to just pick his brain, be, to be honest with you. Trent, those guys have really built up a, a badass empire over there at Book It. And uh shit, give me some pointers, fam. Uh, so yeah, I'd love to have Trent on. He's a funny dude too. Uh, Alex Villanueva said, Clarence, Clarence, what, what about Clarence? What about him? Huh? What's up, Perry? Good to see you. Uh, Dick Willie in the building, Southern comfort. And I don't know what that means. Uh, who else? DJ Maddie. What's up, man? Happy national oyster Rockefeller day. Okay. I guess, I guess so. Uh, Tiger Stripes, what's up? Thank you, uh, Deckheads, for the follow on Tidal Wave Sports. Oh, nice. Good job, Deckheads. Show some love. There you go. Hugh Dab said orange and black or black and orange. I don't know what that means. What's up, Amos? I would have bet Monopoly money on TCU. <laughs> uh, Cisco just resubscribed. Barry on deck is like my brother. Multiple toddlers with different baby mamas. <laughs> Did you? Oh, that's hilarious. Uh, who else? Uh, Alan got heartthrob. What's up, Philip? Georgia just scored again. Shut up, Philip. What's up, Potch? Okay, let's get rolling. We got this. Um, oh, I got a shoe check. My bad. My bad, Pimp. Well, I'm rolling the OG day one deckhead berry on deck shirt. This is how you know it's an OG berry on deck shirt. It's got the, the cat on the sleeve. There was only a hundred of these bad boys made. If you got one, you got an original. It was how this show got started. We 
Uh, you know, it was uh, out of necessity. Uh, but I printed a hundred of these, and there's a hundred of them floating around. Unless you lost it or the, the dog shit on it, or you used it to clean your car and threw it away. Um, but because I'm wearing that, and it's OG colors, which is the the blue and the navy, I had to bust out the OG Barry on deck colors uh, Air Force ones. So there you go. I love these shoes too. Now it's not it's not gray or white. It's a sale, but that's okay. We don't give a shit about that. We can. We can still roll with it. So there you go. That's the, that's the, that's the shoes for the day. Hmm. Okay, let's get into it. Let's do our headlines. All right, this is sports headlines for the day. Stop me if you heard this, but there's a team interested in Carlos Correa. <laughs> what? What is happening with Carlos Correa? Oh my god. So now sources are saying after the Mets talks collapsed, after the Giants talks collapsed, uh, Correa is now in bed with the Twins again, and they have agreed on a six-year, $200 million deal. Now, I want to remind you that if we go back to the old deals, originally Correa had agreed to a 12-year, 300 and uh $315 million deal with the Giants, which was like $26.2 million a year. And then that fell through because of his physical. So the Mets stepped in and were like, ah, we'll give you money. And the Mets offered him 13 years, 350, which was like $26.9 million a year. And now that's fallen through and he's back with the Twins like, just, just give me some money. So the Twins are like, all right, cool. We'll give you six years, $200 million, which... 200 million is a lot less than 350 and 315, but it is 33.3 million a year. So he's making more per year. He's just going to make less because it's less years. If you're the twins, look, it's the devil you know versus the devil you don't. You get a good player back. You cross your fingers and run that risk, but it's only a six year deal and not a 12 or 13 year deal. He's 28 now. It'll be 34 when the deal's up. It's a tad risky, we know that, but it's not super risky like some of those other deals were. Hey, isn't her on uh isn't her on your line? Did I get that right? Isn't her on your line? On your isn't her on isn't shit. Thanks for the follow. Appreciate the follow. Uh so yeah, Correa will probably be a twin now after all the hubbub and hoopla. Over the offseason, he's going to settle for six years, 200 million. I wish I could settle for six years and 200 million. My God, boy, would I settle. I would totally settle, 100%. Uh, his and her on your line said, yes, sir, uh, you got it. Oh, good. Yeah, because I always screw it up. I always I ask everybody when they show up with a long name and it's never going to go right. Hey, what's up, Titan Hugo? Good to see you, buddy. Broke boys in the building. What's up, Ashton? Ah, uh, Jim on sports. How are you, my friend? Good to see you. Ah, uh, good. Hi, Mimi. What's up, girl? Mimi's got a shirt. That's dope. Got an OG shirt. Uh, let's see. Jordan 1. What did I say? Did I say Air Force 1s? I meant Jordan 1s. My bad. Yeah, on the shoe check. She's screen on fire. Oh, the shoes. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're pretty dope. Uh, after his ankle collapsed. I don't know what that means. Oh, yeah, yeah. He definitely doesn't believe in them as a winner. No, he does not. He does not. Uh, his agent's cooking. <sighs> They're trying. 
They're trying, that's for sure. And now the good thing is for him, as Broke Boy said, 34, he can sign another deal. And maybe by then he's proven that his knee is healthy, although he is up in age. But it's not the end of the world. A 34-year-old shortstop, he won't be in prime peak physical condition. And by that time, he'll probably have to move to third base. But watching movies at the Mall of America for the next six years, I, I don't I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. Um, Tiger Stripe said, wow. Okay. What did it do, Barry? How much money did you lose on the natty? Not, not a lot. Not a lot. Your boy is a very conservative, uh, wagerer. I don't put a ton of Diet Cokes on it. Hey, by the way, thank you to Dragon Master 0000003. If that is your real name. Ah. Uh, Thank you so much uh, for uh, for the follow. Much appreciated. Uh, Mall of America is a huge Mall of Minnesota. I know what the hell the Mall of America is. Oh, that's what Dubs meant. Okay, I got you. Now, now I get it. I didn't. I didn't put it all together. I didn't put it all together. All right. Uh, Ugga made it Ugga Lee last night, but uh, University of Georgia is favored to win the college football national championship next year. They go in as a plus 375 fave. Bama is second at plus 550. And oh, Jen, oh, Sean hates stuff. Pay attention. Gather around the fire kids. Uh, The Ohio State University goes in at a plus 650. Yeah. Well, just wait until my Aggies. Never mind. (laughs) Okay. Plus 1 million. Uh, so there you go, uh, Georgia and the and those Bulldogs, a favorite two to uh, I can't say the the words three and then follow that with a word Pete because it's copyrighted, which is so stupid. Pat Riley might come after me and demand his money. That's yeah, yeah. So uh, Georgia looking for back to back to back national titles, never been done, never been done. So I'm going to ask you, chat right now, if you had to bet it all, if you had to bet your life savings, your house, your car, your kids' to college tuition, your whore money that you spend on the whores, your cocaine money, your your damn drug monies, your your he money, the money he don't know about that you spend uh, on purses and shoes and male prostitutes. I think y'all get the idea. Um, Would you put all your life savings on Georgia to win it again next year? Would you, would you risk it all? Is Georgia that good? Is there just nobody that's going to beat them next year? Let me know if one in the chat, if you would risk it all your life savings and because you believe in it that much and no one else is touching them. One in the chat, if you would. Two, if you're a... No. No, not two. Five. One one in the chat, if you would. Five, if you would not. There's no way Georgia wins three in a row. Let me see. One in the chat, yes. Five, no. No way they win again. Hell no. Tennessee is going to be really good next year. That's a good good thought process. Donna. Uh, nothing good comes out of Georgia, except national championships. Lots of nopes. Lots and lots of nopes. Ah. Uh, Hell no, negatory ghostwriter. Nope, LSU 2023. Wallace is living in a dream world. That's okay. 
Dragon Master has only has three zeros in his real name. Oh, probably not. You're probably right. Yeah, that's probably true. Uh, them boys haven't slept. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no doubt, right? Uh, all right, so tons of fives. Nobody believes in Georgia that much. After that ass whooping, undefeated, look what they did. It's just so hard to do. I get it. Um, but yeah. Sean says my heart says OSU. My brain says Bama. I don't know. Taryn said we ain't got Mattress Mac money. Boy, did you see the videos of Mattress Mac online and the photos? I'm telling you, we need to have an intervention. That guy's got a serious gambling problem. For reals, for reals. I'll bet a BOD toaster they won't three-peat. Okay, you leave my toaster alone. It's right back there. You can't see it. It's right there. You see? That's that's the BOD toaster. Once I get, like, the plan is to overhaul the studio in the back. Uh, I want to put, like, I've got this TV right here, so I want to I want to turn that on and have, like, the logo on. And then there's, like, this shit over here, which I want to, like, maybe green screen and put something there. And um, I don't know. I want to clean all these shelves up and get rid of a lot of this shit light it up i want to make it pretty i want to i want to lighten up the background some i think it might be too dark i think it might be a little weird i don't know that's the plan anyways um what was his cover bet yeah that's a good well it was the furniture but i don't think people are moved like that like i i i I think he he thought well this will get people to come buy furniture again but the problem is not everybody in this town follows college football like they follow the Astros. Not everybody's buying into TCU. And I get it. He, you know, he probably hedged. Maybe he had some insurance. I don't know. But at the end of the day, I don't think Mac moved enough mattresses and sold enough furniture. I think he just kind of got outside of himself a little bit. He was feeling it. Don't get me wrong. He ain't broke. But that was a bad bet. Uh, and, and, and I don't think he made it up in furniture sales. I'll tell you that damn much. So I just don't think people, if everybody went out, I mean, the more sure thing was the Astros anyways in the world series. So I think if people were going to spend their money on something like that, it was going to be with the Astros. It's too soon. You got to space it out. Mac got to space it out. That's right. After he got cute with TCU. Yeah. Got spread it out and, and mark my words. Here it comes chat. Go ahead and clip this. Go ahead and clip this. The next big promotion for Mattress Mag. If U of H wins it all in the big tournament in March, your mattress is free, free, free. <laughs> please, <laughs> please win. Ah, I gotta win. I can't lose two in a row. Oh, God. <laughs> you, mate. Oh, God. I guarantee you, that's gonna be the next big one, U of H. Now, again, that one makes a little more sense. People will be bought in a little bit more. You know what I mean? Like, it's U of H. It's Houston. I get that. TCU, don't nobody give a shit about a bunch of weird frogs in Fort Worth. No one gives a shit. I think he uh, I think he reached too much. I think he reached. Uh, Amos said he's just $30 million. He'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he'll do one for, for Super Bowl, too. Um, well, I don't know. He tries to have some sort of tie. Now, don't get me wrong. If the Cowboys make it all the way to the Super Bowl. <laughs> He probably would do that, but uh, maybe not. Maybe he hates Dallas. 
I don't know, all hell to hypnotoad. Mm, that didn't go well. So yeah, Mattress Mac um, on that on that sh- shit again. That's crazy. Hey, speaking of the Cowboys, Jerry Jones has said that Mike McCarthy and his job is not at stake if they lose in the playoffs. Now, I know we got a ton of Cowboy fans uh, in this sh- uh, what, that watch this show. Do you believe him, Cowboy fans? Let me know in the chat. Do you believe Jerry Jones? Is Mike McCarthy going to be fired if they lose this playoff game? I'm curious what you guys think. And hell, even if you're not a Cowboy fan, I'm curious. Let's do a poll. Uh, let's, what was our old poll? View results. What was this? Oh, who do I look like the most? NC search. All right, new poll is, uh, oh, shit. Will Jones fire McCarthy if the, if, and we'll just do Dow loses in the wild card round. Uh, Yes, no, what is a cowboy? Just kidding, I didn't put that. Yes, damn it, no. All right, five minutes. I'm curious what you guys think and give me your reasons why. That's hilarious. Drake called him Fat Jason Garrett. That is so funny. Title Town One said, "Fire that loser." Are you just not? I mean, why are you? Why is he a loser? I mean, I don't think he's necessarily a loser. Uh oh, Nightbot deleted one of Jim on Sports's. Oh, because he posted a, a link to a clip. Yeah, Nightbot's like that, bro. You gotta don't just ignore him. Um, Title Town said, "Fire that loser." What? I'll admit he looked a lot better when he had Aaron Rodgers as his quarterback than Dak Prescott, but I don't know. Um, I didn't like the hire to begin with. I think that, you know, there were better options, younger options, more creative options. What the hell do I know? I mean, he's gotten them to the playoffs and we'll see how it goes, but uh, we're going to do something a little bit later. That's going to be fun. I don't have the little uh, things up top, but ESPN has a really cool link called the coaches carousel and we're going to go through that today and we're going to look at the different options for different teams and what might be the best fit and they have grades for them and we can talk about all that so we'll get to that we'll get to who might be taking over in Carolina and and Atlanta and uh or not Atlanta but who might be taking over in uh uh Houston and um Arizona is what I meant not Atlanta so we'll take a look at all of the vacant jobs Indy Right, so, um, and that'll be fun. Damn, did Jim get timed out? Did he? Did Nightbot time Jim out? He sure did. Oh, snap. Jim, Nightbot is on your ass. On your ass. Yeah, you can't post links, Jim. I thought you could if you were VIP, though. Is Jim not VIP? Yeah, he's VIP. Wow, I thought I thought you could post links if you were VIP. Stop posting links. It was the reason. I don't get that. Somebody un un unasked. Yeah, thank you. Remove Jim from timeout. That don't make no damn sense. I miss Jim so much. You guys remember Jim? I don't. Do I have my sad audio? I'm so sad. You guys remember Jim? What the hell's that? That's not sad audio. That's sexy. You guys remember Jim? Okay. 
that's not that's not appropriate. Um, I don't have. I thought I had sad funeral music audio. I guess I don't. I guess I don't. Oh well. All right, back to the sports headlines. Let's get these damn things out of the way. The last one on the list. Uh, the Bills. Uh, Demar Hamlin back in Buffalo. Great news. Came out yesterday. Back in Buffalo. Will continue his recovery. So um, that is great news. And uh, I loved a lot of what people had to say about it. It was like, man, you know, think think about what we just went through as a country watching this unfold in a, in, in a week. There was a really interesting article, by the way, uh, on uh, ESPN's front page that I read that talked about it was really the Bills and the Bengals kind of leading all of this after right after it happened. They were in the tunnel. Nightbot, you ragged bitch. Timing out Nightbot? I don't know if you can time out Nightbot. I think you just wasted your money. Yeah, he is back in the hospital in Buffalo, but but he got moved. He was good at, he was well enough to be transported, so I think that's the good news. Um <laughs> Perry, <laughs> I don't, uh, let's see, ban Nightbot. Oh, wow. All right, I timed out Nightbot. That means chaos is about to ensue. It's about to ensue, but your points, I got you. I got you. Cowboys are the best second half team in the NFL. Okay. Great game Sunday, huh, bro, boy? Oh, six whole points. Well. Um. Yeah, sorry about that, Jim. Nightbot got a little over the top. Yeah, so uh, DeMar Hamlin back in Buffalo, which is great news. But the article on ESPN talked about it was the Bills and it was the the Bengals that were leading the charge. They were all kind of in the tunnel. It was execs from both teams, execs from the NFL. It was the head coaches and a few others. And they were all... Um, they were all talking about it and waiting on information from, uh, you know, headquarters or, or central command, I guess. And the, the what ended up happening is, yeah, I'm still you're still not going to be able to post links. What ended up happening is um, they, they took too long. And so basically the Bills and Bengals, like, we're not playing. It doesn't matter what decision you guys make. We're not going back out on the field. It's a really interesting article. I think it, it, go find it. It's on ESPN's front page. Um, but it basically just talks about the fact that we're not, they didn't wait on the, the NFL. They didn't, they didn't uh, need the NFL to tell them they weren't going to play. And the NFL kind of backtracked it a, a little bit, but uh, yeah, that's not, that's not uh, that, that the story has been skewed a little bit, but sources that remain uh, anonymous that were on work for one of those teams basically said, nah, we, we had decided we're not playing. So not going to happen. Uh, y'all did the shoe check without me. That's absurdity. <laughs> you missed it. Chapo. You missed the shoe check, man. Got to get here early. You never know when it goes down. Wait, did Nightbot come back from the dead? I don't think he did. Uh, but I just have backups. Like, I have backup stuff just in case something fails. So, yeah. Skip Bayless is never right. Yeah, when, yeah. Duh. Duh. Skip Bayless has never been right. Okay, let's get to uh, one final 
Um, let's see. Oh, I was like, oh, do I got to time somebody else out? That's Nightbot. That's fine. Uh, we have one more fantasy update to get to, and then I want to start discussing last night's college football national championship. Mm. It's going to be an ugly discussion. It's going to be a sad discussion. And I, hell, I'm just curious to see how many of you stuck through the whole game. Uh, it, the only reason I did was because I was smoking a cigar on the back porch. Oh, shit, I didn't tweet the, the, the show. Uh, that's the only reason I watched it. Uh, all right, the poll is in, by the way. Let's see. View results. The results of the poll. Where is it? Chroma. Will Jerry Jones fire Mike McCarthy if Dallas loses in the wild card round? Uh, 76% of you, 16 of you say yes, he will fire him. Uh, About 25% of you, about five of you say no, which is so weird. There's, There's 21 votes. That's like half less than half of who's watching. There's like 40 or 50 of you watching. Some of y'all just choose not to vote, I guess. And there's almost 60 people watching. And we got, we got, we got 21 votes. A third. This is what's wrong with this country. Okay. Ah, uh, what does this say? I watched to keep up with my squares. There you go. Which by the way, congrats, Donna. Donna hit some squares. Uh, drinks are on Donna. I wrote it out at Kobo's. Well, it could be worse. It could be worse. Alan said I didn't see the poll. It's the same place the polls are always at, Alan, right up there. Or down there, right down there, right down there. Like in the chat, it's up there. But if you're looking at the screen, it's right below me. Below me. Below me. Okay. Um, Would you rather not make it to the championship game or make it and get blown out like TCU did? That's a great question, Sean. We had this discussion before. Uh, a couple weeks ago, we did a discussion similar to this. Would you rather win a championship and never win again for the next X amount of years or always be in the playoffs but never advance? Like, what would you, what would you rather? Would you rather win, win, a, win a title and then not make the playoffs for the next decade? I think that was what we did. I don't remember the exact conversation. It was something like that. I hate these kind of cups because they sweat too much. And this is my Diet Coke cup for the day, but they just, they sweat too much and it gets water and shit everywhere. My answer to your question, Sean, would you rather not make it to the championship game or make it and get blown out like TCU did? I'd rather not make it. I'd rather, I'd rather not make it. Honestly. Well, one, as a lifelong Aggie fan, it's pretty easy to get comfortable with that. <laughs> but two, there's no one, no one right now, right now, no one is on a sports talk show somewhere in this country talking shit about Ohio State or Michigan or Bama or Tennessee and saying what a fluke and a joke and a sham it was that they were even in the game to begin with and that's what happens when you don't have the best top four teams. Bama, that would have never happened to Bama if you had to put them in instead of TCU. And then if Bama beat Michigan, then they, that wouldn't have happened. I mean, these are going to be conversations that go on for the rest of the week and hell, longer probably. Not that that matters. You know, I mean, if you're a TCU Horn Frog, you should be proud of what your school accomplished. You should be proud 
of what they did. But the narrative is, you get beat that bad, you didn't belong. At least that's going to be the narrative, I think. Um, I mean, they beat the second best team in the country. What do you want? I get they got a crack at the best team in the country. The difference is what the, the difference between the two. I mean, Georgia is just so much better than everybody else. So uh, I, at the end of the day, I'd rather not go and get blown out by 58 points. 58 points in the national championship game. Do you know how embarrassing that is? That is, that is just... Uh, uh, that's that's sad. That's embarrassing, man. I just I would rather be Michigan or Ohio State or Bama or one of those teams that didn't make it. That's just me, though. Between Oklahoma's history and TCU, the Big 12 will never be invited again. If you get your doors blown off like that, you shouldn't be eligible for the CFP the next year. That's funny, Amos. Amos, that's hilarious. Wouldn't that be great? If you lose by more than three touchdowns, you're automatically out of next year's final four or final six or final eight or whatever the hell they go to. That would be hilarious. I don't know if that'd necessarily be fair, but that would be hilarious. You got to be careful. Uh, TCU or Atlanta Falcons losing to Tom Brady. I don't know what that means. Uh, don't I have no idea. At Sweaty Cups. Wait, what? Oh, that's a good screen name. Yeah, not bad. Ugga versus OSU was the championship. Ah, this, it, you might be right. You might be right. What I loved is after the game, Kirk Herbstreet and uh, uh, Chris Fowler were like, man, that makes for a tough day at the office. And it does. I wouldn't want to have to call that kind of show. I mean, that kind of game. That'd be brutal to try to make it interesting somehow. <laughs> Good luck. There's no, There's no turning that around at all. Um, do we don't have, do we have any diehard TCU fans? Like, I mean, not just like me, like I'm a diehard Aggie fan, but I didn't go to A&M. Um, I didn't graduate from A&M. I just grew up an Aggie fan. And, and so I mean, I didn't go to college. I mean, I went to community college, but, um, yeah, I didn't grow up. I mean, I grew up an Aggie fan. So if something like that happened to the Aggies, I would be like, yeah, of course, that's what I get for being an Aggie fan, but I don't think it stings as much as if you were a graduate, if you if that's your alma mater, if that's your uh, if that's where you got your degree. Now I have TCU fans in the family, so I can't wait to find out from them how they're feeling. And you did, Perry. You absolutely did. Perry said I called it over by halftime. Facts. Facts. <sighs> Uh, Georgia's offense and defensive line owned them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they were just, they were outclassed everywhere. 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 Position by position. It, it was ugly. Um, So, TCU literally had their best season ever. I'll take it. Uh, yeah. It's just a hell of a way to end the best season of your, of your school's history. To lose by 58. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's a good that's a good observation. TCU banked on speed. Georgia has speed and power. That's what Georgia and Bama and Ohio State and Michigan do. They out athlete you. They out I mean they're they're they have better, deeper 
teams. It's hard to compete with that. So, Tiger Stripes said, I grew up a Clemson fan. Okay. All right. Um, did you see Chris Fowler saying Georgia's not, con- Georgia controls college football in front of Nick Saban? Uh, it wasn't Chris Fowler that said it, it was somebody else. Yeah, and it was hilarious um, to see his reaction where he was just like, I don't think so. Saban's going to be pissed. I don't know why he agreed to do that. If you didn't, if you missed last night, Saban was on the broadcast at halftime, and somebody said that, that Georgia now runs and owns and controls college football in front of Nick Saban while he was on the panel. I was like, what are you doing? He's going to be pissed. He just screwed it up for everybody. Let sleeping dogs lie, man. Let sleeping dogs lie. Uh, I wonder if they, I, I saw it on Twitter. Let me see if I can find it. Because his face, oh my God, his face, this hat is itching my head. Uh, let's see. Let me find Nick Saban reaction. I got to get better glasses. I can't see on my own monitor. That's not good. Um, is No, this isn't. I got to find the one with the audio. It was so funny. Saban was ready to walk off the set. But the one with the audio was absolutely hilarious. Well, maybe I can just do this one. Um, It was David Pollock sits next to Nick Saban. Boldly claims Georgia has taken over. Yeah. Uh, she's, where is it? Okay, let's try this one. Copy video address so I can uh, download it for you guys. It's the only way I can get shit for you guys to watch. Because for some reason, I still need to buy that damn. Uh, I need to buy. Um, hold on. Shush your mouth, sir. I need to get a new uh, board. If this one doesn't function properly for me. All right. Here is the video. And let's see. Is is Saban going to? Let's see. Where is it? Sorry, 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 chat. This isn't compelling. I get it. All right, here we go. And, and Georgia, obviously, you've seen in the past couple seasons now, really, they've taken hold of college football. They've done an unbelievable job. Uh, this is a young football team. This isn't an old football team with a bunch of guys losing. Now, listen. <laughs> Did you see Nick look away? No, I don't. N- nope. Let's let's just let me see if I can just zoom in on Saban's face. Let me uh oh you know what? Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna add it again. I'm gonna add Nick Saban's face and we're just gonna look NFL at it. Can take its chunk out of any- no, stop. Stop. We're gonna look at it again. Hold on. Let me do this real fast. This is this is so good. This is just Oh, it's just the best. Here, uh oh wait. Baby, what is you doing? Okay. Now I just I just want Saban's face. That's all that's all I want. That's all I want. Cause he was not thrilled with it at all. Uh okay, there we go. There we go. So great. We're going to put Saban over here with me. 
Uh, all right. So this is it again. Let's watch this. This is a young football team. This isn't an old football team with a bunch of guys losing. Now, listen, the NFL and, and Georgia, obviously, you've seen in the past couple seasons now, really, they've taken hold of college football. They did an unbelievable job. Uh, this is a young football team. This isn't an old football team with a bunch of guys losing. Now, listen. He was not thrilled at all. The way he looked at it, he's like, nope, this some bitch. And they, somebody put some music to it, and it was fantastic. Oh, it was hilarious, whatever music they put to it. Uh, but, of course, Satan pissed. So mad. So mad. Uh, Alan said NIL money coming. Yeah. Oh, that was just brilliant. Just absolutely brilliant. So, um, yeah. Big, big mistake there. Uh, let's get into the game for a minute. Let's talk about, I mean, there's. let's be honest. There's, there's not a ton to break down here. Uh, what you saw was a major league ass whooping of epic proportions. Let me, uh, let me get my link here. Brew. Recap. And what we need to do is the way too early top 25. I know, I know. ESPN did it. Let's just take a look at it. <laughs> One deep said Saban was like, bitch. Yeah. He's like, mm-mm. I'm going to I'm gonna punch this dude dead off. I wonder if he said something to him afterwards. Oh, really? You think Georgia has football? Okay. 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 You ever do that? You ever know somebody when they get pissed off, but they don't say anything? You ever notice that? They either don't know what to say or they, they, um, they, they, they you're right, but they can't, they can't dispute it. Right. It's one of those ones where he's like, Georgia has control of college football. Nick's face went like this, and that was, oh, oh, you think so? Real? Okay, okay, okay. No, 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 no. Let's, let's just, let's find out. We're going to find out. We're going to find out just how much control they have. Let's find out. Let's, no, 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 no. It's fine. You said it. That was all said in that one little move where he went. Like, oh, Okay. It was cold-blooded. You're right, Chapo. Cold-blooded. It was like watching an SEC non-conference game. <laughs> Diamante said there's nothing to talk about. Not a whole lot. Not really. Um, it was it was pretty ugly. Here's the box score and the uh the team stats. Oof, golly. So I went out like right before halftime. Uh, with a cigar thinking, okay, th- th- there's still time. There's still time. It's only 38 to seven. <laughs> I was like, man, you know what? I-, I don't know if everybody else, but I'm like, as long as they get it within 13, just, just get it within 13. And I'm a happy, happy man. <laughs> you dad said he was acting like my wife. Yeah. That's kind of, yeah. Um, th- th- I'm telling you, at third, this is the delusion of sports fans and gamblers. Is I was like, that's okay, that's okay. We, th- th- I don't need them to win. I just need a cover, baby. Just get back within 13. That's it. That's it. You know what? 38 to seven. You come out. You get a stop. You score. It's 38 to 14. Now you're right back in, and that's only two touchdowns. You get it within 10. Let's go. Let's go. Frog them, whatever, brr, brr, ribbit. That, what do they do? It's some weird shit. Got your nose. I don't know what they do. Oh, shout out Sports Right. 
don't know what the hell they do. But they didn't do none of that. Look at look at this. Look at some of these numbers. Look 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 at this. Look at this. That's that Kevin Hart reference. Look at this. Look 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 look, look at this. Would, would you look at this? Stetson Bennett goes uh, eighteen of twenty five for three hundred and four yards and four touchdowns. Not even trying. Max Duggan had a tough night. Fourteen of twenty two, two interceptions, no touchdowns through the air. Um, had the had the one rushing touchdown, and that was it. That was it. Had minus 38 yards rushing, by the way. Just a relentless pass rush by Georgia. Somebody mentioned it in the chat. They, they won in the trenches. Shout out Indy Kalou. They won in the, both sides of the ball. Dominated. But not just the front five. I mean, front seven, everywhere. 11 on 11, there wasn't a spot where Georgia lost. Really not. And, and Brock Bowers, get ready. That's going to be the next big name for sure. That was a that was a big coming out party for him. A lot of people knew about him, but man, when you see what he did on the biggest stage in the biggest game and in that big of a blowout and he goes 7 for 152 and a touchdown. It seemed like every time he looked up he was catching the ball. Big catch. So, uh lots of like of from Georgia. Here's the so there were some of the 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 passing yards, 335, uh 254 yards rushing to 36. For TCU, let's just look at the team stats. Ah, uh, 589 total yards in the national championship game. That's not supposed to happen. To 188, 335 through the air for Georgia, 152 for TCU. Rushing attack, 254. Georgia ran for more than TCU had combined. My gosh. Um, averaged 5.8 yards a carry, 12 yards a pass. But here's the here's a big problem. The turnovers, I mean, we talked about it yesterday. TCU kind of got lucky with Michigan. You know, they had the pick six. There were some other calls that didn't go their way. Uh, and if those things flip, then, you know, you're probably looking at Michigan. But you had to play a perfect game. Michigan didn't. Uh, TCU did, and they got some breaks. That didn't happen this game. By the way, the one dude that kept wouldn't leave me alone after Michigan TCU when I was like, mm, TCU kind of got lucky. I got the, they got my respect, but nowhere to be found. Didn't hear from him at all. But three turnovers, um, just un- the inability to stop Georgia on offense, the inability really to get anything going when they were on offense is just an ugly, ugly game. It really felt like Georgia was pl- like somebody said in the chat. They said it felt like a non-conference game for the SEC. It really had one of those feel, uh, it had the feel of one of those games early in the year when you're playing like a McNeese State. I mean, that's no shit. It felt like, you know, oh, this is a a tune-up game for Georgia. They're playing New Mexico. And that was TCU. That was 13-1, and number three in the country, TCU. Damn. I mean, that's... That's ugly. Ugh, ugly. By the way, that dog. Don't don't at me, Georgia fans. But that dog, y'all need to, y'all need to get that some bitch an asthma pump or something. That damn dog. He didn't make the trip. Ugga. First of all, Ugga is disgusting. He's ugly. That dog. That mascot. Good lord. I bet his breast smells. He drools. 
He just looks like, I mean, he looks like that big fat dude from, um, what's that, what's that show where they order brides over the, what's the show? The guy like, oh, what's the name of it? There's a show where there's this, they order their brides or they, they agree to 90 day fiance, 90 day fiance. And it looks like, uh, it looks like the fat guy. Oh, look, I just put 90 day fiance fat guy. And I bet you his, yep. There he goes. There he goes. This is definitely Ugga. Let's see here. Yeah. Oh, 100%. 100%. Uh, let me find a Georgia mascot Ugga. It's the same thing. Yeah. 100% the same thing. A hundred thousand million percent the same exact guy. Same person. Uh, where is it? Where is it? This is so great. Oh, boy. I'm trying to find a good... I want them, I want like a their faces to be the same, right? Like I want them to have the same, like they're looking the same way. Oh shit. Uh, man, this dude, he also looks like that superhero that was like, he would bounce into things and knock it down. Uh, do y'all know which one I'm talking about? He was like gold or, or he was made out of metal or something like that. Uh, what's his name? Here we go. Let's see. Save image. Uh, I'm just going to call this fat guy. It's not nice. It doesn't matter if it's nice. Hold on. Damn it. Get over here. So there's fat guy. Here's Ugga. Oh, where's a pick of Ugga? There he goes. Save image as this is Ugga. Tell me these aren't the same, chat. Tell me, tell me these aren't the same. Tell me, tell me this is not the same guy. All right, here is good old Ugga. Boop. We'll put him up on three. Right? Look at look at little old Ugga there. We're gonna crop that out. Don't worry. Oh no. Right? Look at Ugga. He's such a cutie boy. He's not. He's really not. He's he's pretty gross, actually. Right? So there's there's Ugga. And then you got Ugga Lee. Oh, you got fat guy. Where's fat guy? There we go. Now this guy, those people over there, tell me this isn't the same guy, huh? Come on, that's the same chat. That's the same. That's the same. Uh, and, 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 uh, what's that superhero? Did anybody figure out the superhero? Uh, no neck, Ed, Ed, no. A1, St. James gonna miss you. No, Ugga's cute. Well, the real dog. I'm retiring from gambling. Yeah, bro, you need to, Ivan. It's, you're not good at it, buddy. You are not good at it. 
I paid for their second semester last time. That's enough for a while. Who's the third guy on the street? Kiss my ass, Uzi! Tell me that's not, like, very similar, though. Uh, what is that superhero where he, like, uh, y'all know who I'm talking about? Cartoon, where he would smash into shit? Smash into things. Oh. He was made out of metal, right? Does no one know what I'm talking about? Metal superhero name. What was his name? He would like, no, not this is such bullshit. It was like this dude and he had like no neck and he was just shaped like that. I mean, he was literally looked like this dude. Not Chris Farley. He wasn't a superhero. Who here watches 90 Day Fiance? I don't. I just knew about the dive. Not the Kool-Aid man. Tasmanian devil. No, not Jabba. The juggernaut. Maybe that was it. Was it juggernaut? Let's see. That's I, I know what he looks like, but I can't think of his name. Uh oh, it wasn't was it Juggernaut? No, it was kind of like Juggernaut. I thought he had like more of a rectangular-ish head, but it's pretty close. Juggernaut's pretty close, actually. Uh does look like juggernaut if we're if we're being honest here folks <laughs> if we're being honest look i'm gonna show y'all juggernaut next uh save hold hold on chat let me get this one up here let me hold on oh it's a webbing bullshit i hate that all right so this is juggernaut <gasps> you dirty dirty man you there we go now tell me. Tell me, tell me this isn't a match. And I won't believe you. Tell me. Well, oh, oh, hold on. I gotta, I gotta add him over here. I gotta add him over here. Would you look at this? Look, look at this. Look, look, look at this. It's the same people, folks. These are all the same. This guy looks like this dog and looks like this superhero. It's all the same. Colossus. Maybe that was it. No, not Hellboy. Ben Grimm. No. Hey, what's up, homo Astros fan? Good to see you, man. Um, From X-Men. Yes. Head like a penis. Well, that's. Was it Colossus? Uh, maybe it was Colossus. Let me see. Colossus. Uh, images. No, it was not Colossus. It was not Colossus. No, it was not. That was not it. Uh, let's see. Who else could it have been? Wife just walked by. Is that Big Ed? <laughs> is that is that his name? That's his name, Big Ed? That's hilarious. Nope, wasn't Juggernaut. That's Juggernaut over there. Smash Bandicoot. Rhino. I don't think it was Rhino. What's up, Nasty Nate? Good to see you, man. Krang? I don't know. Let's see. Rhino? No, not Rhino. Kang. Not Kang. No, I guess it was this dude on the screen. I guess that's who I was thinking of. I thought there was another one. It was different shaped, but no, it wasn't Krang. Uh, he looks like Chet from Weird Science. A little bit. He's got like a job of the hut, kind of. 
Ben Grimm. Uh, let's see. I don't think that's it. Oh, no, no, no. That's no, that's Fantastic Four. That's the thing from Fantastic Four. I would have known that. Yeah, I would have gotten that one. <clears throat> um, yeah. So there you go. That's there. It's I think we nailed it here. I think we I think Mark Mangino. OK, now you're just I could have added Job of the Hut. Who, before Chris... Oh, I'm so sorry. My grandparents just lost theirs. What? What? Who has one of these dogs? Put Krang on here. Oh, Hugh Dab said put Krang on here. Okay. I'm going to put Krang on here. But I'm telling you, it's not the same... Oh, well, maybe so. Mm, yeah, you know what? Little bit, little, little bit. Let's see, Krang. Oh, this is a J-I-F. That don't make no damn sense. Let me see, what is this? Oh, I need a better picture of Krang. Save. I don't, how do y'all know who these cats are? Let's see, this is Krang. Save it. Mm, book it, Dano. All right, here, I got to crop it real fast. Hold on. Crop is just to get to his face. Because mm, we got to have it all in perspective. You know, you got to. It's got to be fair. Yeah, that's probably good. That's probably yeah. There we go. We, might have to, we may have to move him around a little bit, but. Uh, all right, so this is Krang. Who wore it better, ladies? Huh? Who wore it better? <laughs> this is turned absolutely ridiculous, and I'm here for it. Uh, I'm going to put this stupid-ass dog on here. I like I like how this has turned out. I mean, I think this is... Uh, I think this looks good. Yeah, this is from the, the Who Wore It Better. There you go. I like it. I like it. Uh, did I miss anybody? Job of the hut. Uh, hey, hey, snap out of it, Barry. Let's get back on the rails, buddy. Oh, my bad. Uh, my bad. My bad. Uh, somebody said Ugga. Mimi said Ugga wore it better. I, I would agree with that. All right. Ninja Turtles. Believe it or not, a lot of people in Gaga has them. What? I don't know what that is. I think you're underrating Mark Mangino. Okay. Uh, what is this? So you're, what, wait, 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 wait. So you're saying Uga made it out of steel. No, no. <sighs> Before Chris, what did, let's see. It looks like Chet from weird science. I swear somebody said they had one of these dogs. Did Donna, did you have one of these? Where's my sweet, sweet Donna? I don't see it now. Hey, what's up? Be Hannah. Good to see you, buddy. Yeah, I didn't see Donna comment. Did I did I miss it? Dad coming. I think I missed it. Well, uh, Lord, I apologize. I tried. I tried. All right. <clears throat> Let's get back to the show. You're right. Let's snap out of it. You did have one, Donna. They're so creepy, though. Did he drool? I feel like he drooled. Oh, Chapo had the grandparents had one. They look they look super creepy. 
Donna, I'm sorry. It's like chihuahuas. Like, that's the same thing. I'm sure some of y'all love chihuahuas. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Can't do it. And my niece has one. It's the only chihuahua I like. The rest of them, mm-mm. But that, nope. 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 They're good dogs, though. Eh. I'll take your word for it. All right, let's get back to it. Uh, I don't think we need to review this anymore. I think we've already established the fact that that was a major league ass whooping. Major league ass whooping is what it was. I mean, what is there to break down? I tried. I was like, how could I frame this? How could we have a, I mean, there's really just not. They're just that good. So with that being said, let's look at the way too early. Let me get over here. Here's your way too early. And it's way too early. And I normally hate this shit, but I don't know. Sometimes it can be kind of fun. They've got Georgia. And the reason I kind of wanted to do this, and I haven't looked at this beyond Georgia, so I have no idea who number two is, honestly. Um, but one of the reasons why I, I wanted to do this was, you know, Michigan and Harbaugh is going to be a thing. Bama, where are they going to be? Uh, Ohio State's going to lose C.J. Stroud. How's that going to go? So... Where's Tennessee fall in all this? How about TCU after last night? So that's a lot of that kind of interested me. I, I was just curious. Let's see what these so-called experts say. Georgia going into next season already number one. Cool. Ohio State is two. They're going to lose Stroud, Johnson, Jones and Jones, Vincent Harrison, Hickman and Ruggles. Uh, that's a lot. That's a lot of talent walking out the door. But they have Ohio State at two. They have Michigan at three. And they might want to put Jim Harbaugh on this list of who they lose because it's very possible he could take an NFL job somewhere. Uh, but Michigan three, and they're losing also some pretty good talent. Um, Florida State four. That surprises the heck out of me. Wow. Uh, I have a feeling this might be one of those things that happened to the Aggies, right? Big expectations. They're going to let everybody down. So they have Florida State four. That's something to keep an eye on. Bama is five. Uh, They're losing Will Anderson, Bryce Young, Jameer Gibbs, uh, Battle. uh, Yeah. Six is Penn State. Seven is USC. I think I would have had them a little higher. But that's just me. Um, eight LSU. Okay. Nine, the Ducks. Ten is Tennessee. Interesting. Okay. Eleven is Washington. Twelve, TCU. Wow. So they go from national championship to these so called experts thinking they're going to be the 12th best team in the country. Utah's 13, Notre Dame 14, Clemson 15. Uh, the University of Texas, 16, Oregon State, 17, Kansas State, 18, Tulane, 19, Ole Miss, 20, North Carolina, the Tar Heels are 21, UTSA is 22, Texas Tech, 23, James Madison, 24, and Iowa, 25. I will say this. I think all these experts might be sleeping on A&M a little bit. I think Bobby Petrino is going to have a something to say about this offense. They're going to be a lot better. They had a lot of distractions and a lot of injuries. Um, I And y'all know me, I'm a, definitely 100% a pessimist when it comes to the Aggies. But I will say, 
I think they probably belong at the bottom of this list just with the amount of talent that this team still has and still picked up uh, in the in the transfer portal. They lost a lot, yes, but they still got some. So, And they're still a super talented team, and I think the offense is going to be a lot better. Sean said Aggies are trash. I mean, okay, that's one man's opinion. I don't think they're going to be great. I'll tell you that. I don't think they're going to be great. But I think they're going to be a top 25 team. You would have said Aggies are 26. I I think they'll be, I mean, I look, I think the Aggies are going to be, will be an RB better than James Madison or fucking, what was it, UTSA. Come on, fam. Really? Although they lost to Appalachian State. Shut up. Get out of my, get out of my face. So there you go. There's your way, way too early, definitely too early top 25 for next season. TCU 12 after that drumming. Mm, damn, that sucks. All right, it's 3.30, halfway through the show almost. 3.25, let's take a quick break. Oh, damn it. I wonder, I can't get to it. Um, I'm going to play you something. I'm going to, we're going to take a quick break. I'm going to go pee. Get me a paper towel to clean up all the sweat from this stupid-ass glass. But what I also want to do is I'm going to get um, this video I wanted to show you guys. I couldn't find a good fight video for a film sesh, so if you have one, send it to me. Maybe I can get it in time before the show's over. But when we come back, here's what we're going to do. I want to show you a really dope uh, video of this guy that got bored. and It's a jam. It reminds me, you know when I heard it, you know what it reminded me of? Sitting on the corner doing dope. Yeah, it's that good. So we'll get to that. Plus, I still got to give you the overall Barry on Deck fantasy winner for the season out of all four leagues. We're going to get to that. Uh, I've got your Super Bowl odds for all the uh, 14 remaining teams. We'll go through the playoff brackets and we'll talk NFL MVP odds. Who's the odds on favorite to win the NFL MVP? Is there any, any value on any of those names or is it a foregone conclusion as to who's going to win? So we could do all that. Uh, and I've got more links and stuff that we can get to. And of course your input on the show. If you want to, if you want to talk about something, let me know. Um, yeah. Steven said, check your DMS. I sent you one. Eh, it was all right. I don't want to do a stabbing. I'd rather just do, uh, which I know the dude had a knife, but I, I want an actual fight. Like, that wasn't so much a fight. It was not bad, but I, I just want more of a fight. Like, there was one somebody sent me where this lady hits this dude with a bowling ball. It wasn't really a fight. I want an actual fight, so uh, I'll keep looking. TCU should have dropped out of the rankings, current or future. Yeah. Didn't Aggie have the most players hit the portal? Oh, yeah. And a lot of those were ones that were suspended for uh, – violating certain you know team rules or NCAA rules. So, yeah, they got butt hurt. And that was part of the problem with Aggie. They didn't have a lot of their best talent because their best talent was filling themselves. Thought they could get away with anything, and that just wasn't the case. No, not Kimbo Slice. No, I want, like, just random-ass fights that we break down. So, all right, I'll be back right after this. This is uh, Barry on deck. Stick around. Don't go anywhere. There's no reason to leave. We still got half of a show left, and you're not going to want to miss it. We're going to have a good time. You definitely don't want to miss at least the video I have coming up for you. So we'll get to that and more uh, right after this. Oh, my bad. You know what I didn't even say? Hugh Dad, thank you for the 10 bits. And for the... 
69. I like it. Thank you for that, Hugh Depp. All right, we're going to be back right after this. This is Mary Dick. I'm your host, Mary Lamnack. Stick around, bitches. Number two, or the second half of, I should say, Barry on Dick. 
My host, Barry Lamanac. Thank you guys for sticking around through the break. Those of you that did, those of you that didn't, can just go have sex with yourself. What's up, Papa Bang? Good to see you, buddy. Thank you for being here. I wear Cortez shoes when I fight. Oh, nice. Okay. I run, I'll run. i run a fantasy clinic next season. Look at Jen talking shit. <laughs> Let's go. The ladies in the house on Barry on Deck Fantasy. Whoop that ass, did they not? Uh, all right, going to see my dad for Christmas now. Oh, nice. Jan, okay. You know what? Today, Nora took yesterday and today off and spent most of the time taking down all the Christmas decorations. It's so sad. Like, I know some people that take their tree down the next day, December 26th. That some bitch is gone. It's either out at the curb or up in the attic. Man, we took ours down today. I just love it, man. I love having the Christmas tree uh, in the house. I told Nora, my idea, I think this should be fine. I do. I think, forget calling it a Christmas tree. Let's just call it a holiday tree. And then every month, we decorate it for whatever holiday, right? So, like, you could have a New Year's tree or an MLK tree, one of the two. That's possible. Uh, A Valentine's tree in February. A St. Patrick's Day tree in March. An Easter tree. Huh? In uh, in April, yeah, a uh, a a Memorial Day tree in May, mm. Father's Day tree, or you could do Mother's Day tree in May, a Father's Day tree in June, a Fourth of July tree, right? A uh, what's August? Uh, start of summer tree. Is there any good? What 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 big holidays? It's probably like Arbor Day or some bullshit. What holidays are in August? I guess I should have said American holidays. And I don't want none of those DJ Maddie national fucking refried French fries bullshit day. I want actual legitimate holidays. National day to day. What is this? That's nothing. Get out of here. Uh, August holidays, 2023. Here we go. Admit your happy month. Oh, my God. This is such bullshit. Special events. None. A National Girlfriend's Day. Um, yeah, I got another. Peace Month. Water Quality Month. Gives a shit. National Eye Exam Month. Yeah, see, I don't. I just. What are the ho- actual real legitimate holidays in August? I don't. I don't think there is any. <laughs> Uh, National Eat Outside Day. That's so stupid. All right, but you know what? We could just do National Summer's Almost Over holiday, okay? September is Labor Day, OBS. October, Halloween, November, Thanksgiving, and then you're right back to Christmas. So really, one month we would struggle, right? One month. How about we just take the tree down in August and then put it back up? Okay. Whatever. Oh, yeah, Uh, back to school. Could be a back to school tree. Run a train on Berry Tree? No, I don't like that. That's not. No. I don't I don't like that idea at all. Sorry, my hat always looks it feels crooked. Never works. Uh back to school. Every man here is getting pissed because Barry's making more money. What? Every man here is getting passed because Barry making more money. Come out the pocket for nothing. What? I don't can somebody translate this for me? 
what is Terrence saying? Every man here is getting passed because Barry making more money come out the pocket for nothing. Are you saying that every man here is getting mad because I'm suggesting that we decorate the tree every year? I think that's what it's, yeah. Um, uh, when is hedonism day? I don't know that. Back to school tree. There you go. Yeah, see? Okay, you guys got it. Back to school tree. Nailed it. We're done. I love it. I love, I love the Christmas tree. It makes this house feel like Christmas. It's uh, and we have Nora does a great job too. No more shots for Terrence. <laughs> Terrence is cut off. What did Pookie say? We have Terrence's drunk tree. Hundred <laughs> uh, percent. All right, let me see real quick. Okay. So I don't know what all the prizes are for this, but we do need to discuss real quick the Barry on Deck Fantasy League because we gave prizes for individual over champions of all four leagues, which we established once again was CC, Jen, uh, Potch, and who am I missing? Damn it, I shouldn't have deleted them. I got to go back to the slides. I'm missing one. Uh, it's so hard for me to remember this shit. I can't believe I remember what I do remember. Uh, let's see. I got to get the extra large icons. It was. Oh, Dr. Dre on 290. Yeah. So Dr. Dre on 290, Jen, CC, and Potch were the four big. Thank you, guys. Dre, yeah. Those were the four big fantasy winners in each league. Now, they all win stuff. I just don't remember what it was that we said we were giving away. Uh, but it was like you get gift certificates or something like that to Dan's or Boiling Dragon or one of the other things that they have. And I think we were given money and a trophy and uh, I don't know what else. Uh, but we also said we were going to give out a special thing like we have done every year for Barry on Deck Fantasy. And that overall winner, Perry. What? Perry won the regular season amongst all four leagues, 40 teams overall. Perry is the one that ended up with the most points for or points scored. Fantasy points scored. 1,892.48. Perry is your fantasy genius. You know, none of that manby pamby. Oh, you got lucky in the playoffs and my team was, you know, the, the Chiefs were resting a bunch of starters. None of that bullshit. Perry's outscored every other team. 39 other teams. I mean, some of them really weren't hard. Demata and all that. Uh, but yeah, Perry, the pie eaters, 1,892 uh, points. Dre was close, 1,853. B-Mart had 1,802. Jen had 1,801. Titan Hugo, 1,767. So there's your top five fantasy scorers. League be damned. And we all play by the same rules. So there you go. So Perry, congratulations, buddy. Uh, I think you win a Barry on Deck shirt and like another trophy or some shit. I don't remember. We'll get it all figured out. It's somewhere in the Discord. It's somewhere in the Discord where we said every, what everybody would win. I don't. I don't remember. What do I look like? I have y'all know I have the shittiest memory ever. Hey, Sue said it's rigged. Stop it. I demand a recount. <laughs> it's not. It no. Ivan said D-Motta was an automatic W. Yeah, he didn't do too good. He got a win, though, didn't he? D-Motta, who did you beat? Who'd, who who did D-Motta beat? 
You guys, D-Mod had literally the worst fantasy team in the history of fantasy teams. Um, who who did he beat though? He had one dub, didn't he? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, oh yeah, he did. He he had one win. He was one in thirteen. He scored a thousand points. I want to see who was Demata's one win. Let's see a schedule. Oh no, that's the players. Uh, I want to see his team schedule. Who? Because we, you know, I mean. No offense to D-Mata, but he just didn't have a very good draft team. He drafted too many quarterbacks. He had Brady, Lamar Jackson, and Kirk Cousins on his bench. And he ran out and Tua was out there. Uh, yeah. He just didn't have a lot of depth. But I want to know who he beat. That's what I want to know. Ah, shit. I don't see it. I'd have to go back. Let's see. Where's the Where's the league schedule? There we go. Oh, they don't have it. Oh, here we go. 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 Here, here, here. Um, just highlight all the Matas. Let's see. F. Mata. All right. Lost that. Lost that. Lost that. Lost that. Lost it. Lost. Oh, he beat. I know who he beat. Is he here yet? I don't even think he's here yet. I don't think he's here yet. Is he in the chat? Is he in the chat? Do we have any Dallas fans in the chat? Like big Dallas fans, the biggest Dallas fans, maybe they're total Dallas fans. Do we? <laughs> Demata handled his business against total Dallas. Let's go. Demata, uh, we're going to work on strategy for you next year. We're going to get you a better strategy. Yeah, Shock quit early, too. He just stopped giving a shit. But that's been every year since I've known Shock. He's done that. Okay, let's get to your Super Bowl odds. Uh, I wish I had some. I still need to download tracks, but it doesn't matter. All right, here's your Super Bowl odds going into the playoffs. They start this weekend. Playoffs, I'll show you the brackets and what those look like as well. But here are your Super Bowl playoff odds. Chiefs are the favorite to win the Super Bowl at plus 350. Bills at plus 400. And the San Francisco 49ers are a plus 500. There's your top three teams. Eagles at plus 525. Bengals at plus 800. Cowboys venture into the quad digits at plus 1600. They're the first team uh, over 1,000. Chargers are plus 2,500. Bucks are plus 2,800. Uh, Vikings are plus 3,300. Ravens plus 5,000. Jags plus 5,500. Dolphins plus 6,500, the New York football giants plus 6,500 and the lowly, but Cinderella ish Seattle Seahawks are a plus 7,000. So I'm going to ask you chat. I'm going to tell you mine, but I'm going to ask you, uh, not who you think wins. What's the best value on this board? What is your opinion of the best value? Who do you think? Let me know in the comments. Tell me who's who's the best value on this board. Uh I I think from a value perspective, a two of them came to mind. Um I kind of like the Bengals at plus 800. 
spoiler alert too. I kind of like the Chargers at plus twenty five hundred. Yeah, and that's way better value. Like, I don't think you can say Chiefs, Bills, Niners, and Eagles are value. I mean, it's all pretty much right there together, especially now with the Eagles getting Jalen Hurts back. But you bet a hundred bucks on the Chargers to win to win twenty five hundred, which you know, just back it down. Bet ten bucks. Put ten bucks. It's pretty damn good. You win two fifty right there. Let's say you had, uh, let's say you you were gonna you were gonna pick three of these. I might I might I might put a, a, a you know a diet coke on the Bengals, a diet coke on the Chargers. Um, I think I'd go Bills. I don't think the Bucks are doing anything. I don't think the Vikings are, but I, I like I like the Chargers and the Bengals. I think the the Chargers. I don't think obviously. They're not scaring anybody, but value-wise, I think that they have a pretty legit shot. Although they got to play the Jags. People are uh, liking it. If Mike Williams is healthy, the Chargers have a shot. I do agree with that, Kramer Trace. Uh, Kramer Trace said Ravens is a pretty good one. If Lamar Jackson's healthy, but is he practicing yet? Have they made a decision? Yesterday, we talked a little bit about it. By the way, thank you for the first-time chat, uh, Kramer Trace. Welcome to the program. Welcome to the show. Um, I, I, those numbers change, obviously, if Lamar Jackson is healthy, if, if, and not just, not just comes back, Kramer trades healthy. You can't just run, uh, you know, 40% Lamar out there and just because he's out there. No, that's not, that's not going to work. So, but uh, you know, if Lamar's there plus 5,000 is probably pretty good value for them. I still think though. The best value is probably the Bengals at a plus 800. I mean, they've, they've got the experience. One of the hottest teams coming into uh, the postseason, them and the Bills. So, and yeah, that's another, that's a good point, Ivan. He's going to be rusty if Lamar does play. Which, look, if you're going to go down, you want to go down with your best, and you want to go down swinging. I'd rather go down with a rusty, well, this doesn't, this sounds super sexual. I'd rather go down on a rusty Lamar Jackson than, no, I would. I'd rather lose in the playoffs with a rusty Lamar Jackson than than a backup, right? If you're the Dolphins, yeah, I'd rather just go out with Tua, let him get the experience. I mean, I just all that matters. Um, I mean, the Vikings kind of catch my eye. Y'all know I'm a Kirk Cousins honk, but I just I don't see it. I don't see it with the Bucks. Uh, I don't know if the Jags are just they're not, they're not there yet, but they've played really well down the stretch. The Cowboys scare the shit out of me. That might be a bad plus sixteen hundred too. I think I might move the Chargers. I might flip flop the Chargers and the Cowboys if I was Vegas. But you know the the Cowboys if they figure it out on on defense and if Dak plays within himself, they could be scary. Um. And the Niners might be pretty good value too, but I think nobody wants to pick the Niners because of Brock Purdy, right? I mean, you 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 trust a backup backup, you trust a third string quarterback to deliver you a Super Bowl. I was reading an article about him and about um situations like this in the past and it was Tony Dungy that reminded um uh who was it? Not John Lynch, but uh maybe it was John Lynch. Uh, but he reminded the Niners, like, hey, we've been through this before. I think it was John Lynch back when um, they had a backup come in. It was Sean King. 
that came in in his rookie season or something like that. So I look. If it was Garoppolo, if it was, you know, Trey Lance, I don't know about Trey Lance, but if it was Garoppolo, boy, that plus 500 would be super enticing. Just don't know about Brock Purdy, man. Not not when you start facing the level of competition these guys are going to face the deeper they get. Uh, So, yeah. One thing to notice, two of the top three teams, uh, both in the AFC, I think those are the two best teams in football, so we'll probably be destined for another AFC championship. So there you go. Uh, Big Nick, Big Dick Nick did it. I don't know what that means. Uh, Which QB do you trust in the playoffs, NFC, more than Brady? (laughs) Yeah, that's a a good question. Um, I don't trust Kirk Cousins in big games. I don't trust Daniel Jones. I don't trust Geno Smith. Um, Dak? Mm, I mean, I think the answer is probably Jalen Hurts. Which sounds crazy, but the the question, once again from Catfish, by the way, what's up? Uh, which QB do you trust in the playoffs more than Brady? I guess I would. I mean, honestly, nobody. But the way that that team has played all year, you can't. You can't expect Tampa to do much. And Vegas obviously doesn't either. You think if Vegas was scared that Tom Brady could make another Super Bowl run, they'd have him at plus 2,800? Hell no. They ain't trying to pay that out. It's just that team has been so disjointed. Um, So I I think the answer is probably you look at the fourth best team on this list and it's Jalen Hurts when he's healthy. And then it would be Dak. Right? Because I don't know. I mean, Kirk Cousins in the playoffs is in shambles. Daniel Jones, what's he going to do? Geno Smith. Nobody believes in the Seahawks, and you shouldn't. It's a good story, but I think the answer is Jalen. Nick Foles won as a backup. Yeah, 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 yeah. But Nick Foles, you know, I'm. I mean, I'm going to say I don't know that that would happen with this team. But the Niners' defense is that good. Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel are that good. The offense is good. I mean, they're a good football team. I still think this is the Eagles' conference to lose. Uh, speaking of that, so so there you go. Um, we got Bucks, Bengals, Bengals, Vikings, Bills, and Bengals are the two value. Yeah, Bills is probably decent value at plus four hundred. Uh, whatever Ivan says, guys in the chat, do the opposite. Just FYI, if Ivan says, "Man, I really like the Bengals," I'm switching. I'm changing my value pick. What did Ivan say? Where's Ivan's? Uh, I feel excluded. Hugh Dab said. Why do you feel excluded? Do it in my league that dominated. Oh. Ah, you feel excluded because you weren't in the the fantasy. Yeah, you got to be a member of Patreon, bro. Got to get on that Patreon. That's the only way to do our fantasy leagues. You got to, we have a Discord, which is private. And um, only Patreon members and Discord members are um, eligible to be in our fantasy leagues. And the other shit that we do. We do a ton of stuff. And by the way, let me just tell you. Uh, this, you're going to want to get on a lot of you that maybe haven't joined Patreon yet or used to be and are no longer members. Um, now might be a good time to wind it up, fire back up and support the show, support your boy. Um, one joining Patreon is a great way to support the show. Make sure that it keeps going. 
uh, and support an independent artist and creator like myself. But uh, I'm working with my team and we're really going to ramp up Patreon. We have specific goals about what we're going to do with Patreon. There's going to be a ton of new stuff and benefits. I mean, there's probably going to be watch parties. There's going to be Patreon only watch parties, meet and greets and get togethers. There's going to be there's going to be a lot of stuff. There's special tickets and shows. You get the third private hour whenever we get to do it. There'll be a lot of reasons. And once you're in, you're in. So get in now for prices go up and the value is through the roof as well. So go join. Um, uh, here's the, let's see, bang, Patreon. There's the link once again. Oh, no, I didn't do that. There you go. Yeah, there it is. So there you go. Go sign up. Um uh, you're going to want to, I promise. If Lamar comes back. Oh yeah. Um, all right. I was, I was on the wrong page here. Uh, he'll be rusty. Who did Ivan pick? Did we ever figure out who Ivan picked? We're going to do the opposite. Oh, thank you. CC. You the best. CC did the damn Patreon thing. Free Reyes. Yeah. With the purchase of an equal or greater Reyes. Um, like it. Don't love it. <laughs> Cisco said, Ivan says he loves the Cowboys odds. Oh, I'm sorry, Cowboys. Oh, no. All right, here's your brackets. Here's the AFC playoff bracket. Um, And I put the schedule on there and where you can watch it and the odds. All right, so I did I did you a solid. It's, uh, this is a good, this is, this is one of those slides I had ready to go. I'm going to get to it yesterday. Uh, first game, going down uh, in the AFC at least, It'll be on Saturday, the 14th, 7.15 p.m. on NBC. Chargers at Duval. Jacksonville Jaguars actually get a home playoff game. (gasps) What? Be still my heart. I know. Chargers only favored by one on the road. So you're telling me there's a chance, say Jags fans. Over-unders 47 and a half. And I'm not going to do picks or anything like that. I'm just passing out the information. Tomorrow or Thursday, we'll get into the picks with the Laminator 5000 and, and uh, my picks and what the, what the formula picks, and we'll go from there. This is just informative, just so you can plan your weekend weekend right now. Uh, other AFC games, you got the Bengals at home taking on the Ravens. That's a 3-6 matchup that goes down on Sunday. That's the night game on NBC. Bengals favored by six and a half in that one. Over-under is 43 and a half as well. Um, and I think that's just the Baltimore not doing their part, especially if Lamar Jackson doesn't play. And then the third AFC game on wild card, what do they call it? Super wild card weekend. Third AFC game in the AFC bracket. Dolphins at the Buffalo Bills. Bills favored by 10 and a half. At home, Dolphins and Bills over-under is 44 and a half. That goes on CBS at noon, so that's your Sunday noon kickoff. So uh, three AFC games go down on the 14th on Saturday at 7.15, and then noon and 7.15 on Sunday. And then your NFC games. Excuse me. Um, First NFC game is actually on Saturday it is the Seahawks at the Niners. Niners favored by 10. Over-under is 43 on that. That'll air on Fox at 3.30 on Saturday. So Fox 3.30 on Saturday. So your games, uh, your Saturday games are 3.30 and 
Your Sunday games, there's three of them. There's the noon CBS, Dolphins, Bills. You got, uh, as you see on your screen, Giants, Vikings at 3.30. Vikings favored by three in that, over under 48. That'll happen on Fox at 3.30 p.m. And then Sunday's night game, as I mentioned, Ravens, Bengals, 7.15 on NBC. Then there's a Monday night. I kind of like this idea. I don't like you just pushing it all into one. I kind of like the idea uh, of uh, a Monday night game. You get Saturday, you get Sunday, you get Monday. So the Monday night game is Cowboys at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Cowboys favored by two and a half on the road. Oh, oh damn. Um, I mean, we talked about it yesterday. Jason Garrett says he's worried about this team playing on grass. That I don't know that that matters. I'd be more worried about facing Tom Brady in the playoffs overall. But like I said, the Bucs really haven't done shit. The Bucs scare nobody. Nobody. So uh, over under that in 45 and a half. So Cowboys favored by two. So your favorites on uh wild card weekend, Niners by 10, Vikings by three, Cowboys by two and a half, uh, Chargers by one. So there, that's the, I guess the most competitive game on the slate is uh chargers Jags uh, Bengals by six and a half and the bills by 10 and a half, which happens to be the largest spread Niners Seahawks are second, obviously in the two sevens uh, biggest over under looks like giants Vikings at 48 and then uh, chargers Jags at 47 and a half. And the probably w- what would be based on over under the most boring game. Seahawks Niners at 43, not to be outdone by Bengals Ravens at 43 and a half. So there you go. That covers all your uh, NFL playoff situations. Look at that. Four o'clock. We got it in BOD on MLK day. What is that? What is, what is that? What is that? Uh, I don't know what that means. Uh, for the, for less than a price of a carton of eggs, you can support a fledgling Twitch fuckface. That is true, dude. Egg, eggs are so expensive now. Why? How much are they now? Like if I go to my HEB app, how much are eggs now? I know there's like a shortage of eggs in, in Cali, right? Let me just go to, well, this is why you gotta, like when it comes to eggs, Man, don't don't hit me with that Eggland's best bullshit. We've had this argument on this show before. An egg is an egg is an egg. That's the one time where I'm like, man, I don't give a damn. Give me the Hill Country Fair eggs. I, I don't care. It's whatever. Whew, boy. Uh, eight seventy is what truck driver Pookie said. Now, see, look, I can get I can get H E B grade double A cage free extra large white eggs for five thirty five. Don't don't hand me that bullshit. Uh, let's see what else. Five seventy six. It's still expensive though, man. Eggs just be like a buck ninety nine for a dozen. Eighteen pack is fifteen ninety nine. Look at that! Just passed on eggs this morning at H E B. Uh, here you go. Hill Country Fair Grade A Jumbo White four dollars and thirty two cents. That's still a lot of damn money. But yeah, look, just do that. Come on, focus, bitch. There it goes. See them? 432. Hill Country Fair, grade A jumbo eggs. Why not? Ain't nothing. Ain't no different. $4.06. Oh, that's for six. Damn. 
Six eggs for four dollars? You out your damn mind? Yeah, you can get you can still get eggs for under five bucks. You just uh, it ain't gonna be fancy eggs. Five dollars is still high price. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Totally agree. It's ridiculous. An orange yolk goes a long way. I know what that is. Barry on deck on MLK Day. Yeah. Cisco said, will there be a show on MLK Day or do you take bake holidays off? No, I don't take bake holidays off. Most of the time, if I take a day off, it's because Nora's off or I'm just exhausted or I've got shit to do. But no, we're not. We're not going to. We're going to have a show on MLK Day. The only other time I'll take off is if maybe it looks like, you know what? Most people aren't going to be here. So, you know, why not call it a day like everybody else? That's the big thing. Uh, All right. All my kids go through 12 eggs every breakfast. I know I eat. I used to eat like three or four eggs for, but now I'm like, damn, I'll let us buy some fruit. Damn that. That's ridiculous. Way too much damn money. Way, way, way. All right. Um, We got. That done, that done, that done, that done. We still got to do MVP. Uh, Also, hashtag never forget. (laughs) All right. We still got to do MVP odds. But I want to break up the monotony a little bit. I I went out and got this audio. Oh, look at Chewy out here banging it out. 51 minutes ago. Multitasking on a Tuesday. See Barry is funny on Twitch with the show Barry on deck. While hearing first name sports with Greg and Jeff. Okay. Can't get enough sports and then my one hour. Okay. Well, you go, Chewy. Appreciate you, pimp. Um, You're done. Let me get this uh, shows. I want y'all to hear this audio. This was so badass. This was a, um, okay, yeah, cool. This was it. This was a, this popped up on my timeline on Instagram and it was a speech therapist who was like, what do you do as a speech therapist when you have ADD? Uh, this is so dope to me. I don't know why I think this is so cool. You guys might not like it and, um, that's okay. But I thought this was cool as shit. So check this out, check it out. Turn up by the way. If you, uh, if you have, if you're listening on mute, I don't know why I'm doing that. Turn, turn up your volume. You're going to want to hear this. Uh, G Fernandez, what's the, what's the POD? I'm late. What is POD? What do you mean? What is a POD? What is that? What is that? What's the pod? I'm late. What is that? What does that stand for? POD G Fernandez Bay B. What is that? What does that mean? What is I don't know what that means. I don't I don't know. Oh, play of the day. Bro, I thought you were talking about a podcast. I was like, what, what the fuck is he talking about? Well, we just got just like literally uh just got through reviewing Super Bowl odds. And I haven't done any picks. Yeah, that's why I was like pod, pod bean podcast. Um I haven't done I'm not doing my picks until probably Thursday. So I just went over odds. We talked about one thing we did talk about that you might have missed um, that you maybe go back and catch if you want uh, was value. What's the best value on the board right now? Because these are all your Super Bowl odds. And everybody had different opinions. My answer was I, I like, kind of like the Bengals at plus 800. 
Uh, but I also kind of like the Chargers at plus 2,500 as a flyer. Just, uh, hey, give me a four-digit uh, team. And who would you pick? Probably wouldn't be the Cowboys, but uh, Chargers get hot. They can make a mini run. It's going to be tough, though. But, uh, yeah, so that was my – but I like the Bengals at plus 800. That's that's a to me – and that's value. That's not like who's the favorite, who do you think wins. But what's the, what's some value on the board? If you put down a Diet Coke here on the side or something. So Flip said, rest in peace to Podbean. I mean, I still use it to post the um, the podcast. I just don't uh, I don't use it to be live. <clears throat> Sprinkle the Jags. Okay. Okay. I, you know what? It's the smallest odds in the opening round. Chargers favored by one on the road. All right. Um... So I wanted to show you guys this before we get into NFL MVP odds. And I still want to do the coaching carousel with you. So we have this ESPN has done a coaching carousel, which was pretty dope. And we'll get to that. But I first wanted to show you this ran across my timeline. I thought this is kind of this is kind of dope here. Barrysley, you obviously haven't seen the Chargers coach in action. He is a pretty awful decision maker. Oh, no, he's he's you're right. They win in spite of him a lot of times. I don't know why I'm such a Chargers honk, but. You guys know if you've watched and listened to me on the radio. It seems like every year I'm like, oh, man, Chargers, this should be the year. And every year they do me like the Aggies do. I got the Bengals last March, one of my futures. Oh, nice, Alex. Good job. All right, here we go. Uh, So this is what the life of an SLP with ADHD. Check this out. Turn up your volume. You want to listen to this. Check it out. Hey, Siri. What's one trillion to the 10th power? Let's go! If you didn't, if you weren't just like this, you're dead inside. If your head wasn't bobbing a little bit, I know some of the white people were off beat. That's fine. But if you weren't just a little bit into that, oh, come on. Come on. A little bit. Hey, Siri. What's one trillion to the 10th power? Come on, y'all. We need to, I need to like, I need to bump up the bass on that bitch. I'm 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 still waiting on the uh power is one so great I'm waiting on the sway the remix god to come out with something I mean That's so great Thanks of this shit. That's the most, that's the funniest thing to me. Whenever I see stuff like that, and I'll be honest with you guys, <laughs> Perry said that's racist. Oh, come on. Come on. Uh, what do you mean, white people? <laughs> I mean us. Oh, <laughs> uh, why does he have to have a Vato accent? I don't know. I didn't make the dude. I don't know. Um, but whenever I see shit like this, I'm always like, you know, 
people are so creative. Like as a even like on TikTok. Now don't get me wrong. I TikTok and shit like this, I just I roll my eyes and I cringe at 90% of the shit that's out there. 90% of the shit that's out there is garbage and someone stole it from somebody else and it's not original, it's not funny. But the 10% of shit like that where I'm just like that's so funny, so original, it's good. I love that shit, right? Like as a stand-up comic, man, when I watch TikTok, it's just, it's so cringe. I've actually even seen other stand-up comics who do other people's jokes. And I'm like, what are you doing? They'll lip sync a joke. I'm like, come on, man. Like is, this is not, you're not funny. You're not original. That That person is funny. And that's, I think, the biggest problem I have with TikTok. What's up, Hearts Builder? Hearts Builder said, finally. Hey, welcome to the show, by the way. First time chatter there. Finally, someone thinks TikTok is ass. Oh, I can't stand it. I, I absolutely can't stand it. I probably wouldn't even be on social media. Except for the fact that as a stand-up comic, that's the game now. Hey, Hearts Builder, thank you for the follow. That's kind of the game now. I have to be on socials, but it's just so unimaginative and unoriginal and boring and regurgitated. And, oh, it's just, but every once in a while you come across one gym, one funny original thing. And I'm like, okay, that makes it worth it. But boy, those seem to be few and far between. Uh, have you seen the old guy break dancing in the purple shirt? Yeah, probably. Yeah, I mean, look, D-Mata, those are guys that are my age that are now like, you know, they sit in their cube and somebody's like, hey, Freakazoids, is that the one you're talking about? The When he was like, Freakazoids, please report to the dance floor. He was all... <laughs> you know, young people get old and they take that shit with them. So it's cool, it's different, but stuff like that I love because that was super original. Now watch it comes out, he stole it. Uh, I don't know how people do cringe shit. I'm, I'm with you. I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, <laughs> shut up, Barry. So they, uh, I like uh, I have like how much six months didn't even bother to open my Insta. I deleted Facebook. Damn, I wish. I wish. See, that's part of the problem is that for a stand-up comic and for this show. In fact, I just saw something on Twitter where a guy was talking about uh, YouTube and content creators. Stop looking at your numbers. I'm like, bitch, I don't think you know how this game works. Like, I have to look at numbers. As a stand-up comic, it's a butts and seats business. I have to be able to sell tickets and put asses in seats if people are going to let me headline their club or their room. As a sports talk guy, I have to have people show up and watch the show in order for people to buy advertising or even subscribe or you know, join the Patreon. Like, this is all, it's all numbers. It's all numbers. It sucks. I hate it. Uh, listen, that's what I loved about radio. And radio is numbers too, don't get me wrong. Radio is ratings and sales. But man, even as a radio guy, and maybe that's why I got let go after, what, three years on The Usual Suspect, seven overall, eight overall. But I was just like, I just got to show up and be funny and talk sports. That's it. No pressure of sales, no pressure of ratings. And we had good ratings. But I didn't have to care about it. Now, it's all I have to do is care about it. So, sucks. Have you seen Barry's prom pic on TikTok? 
don't know what that means. Do I have a prom pic on TikTok? Do I? If I go to my TikTok, do I? Do I? Why am I voice going up so high? Did I put that on my TikToks? Okay, there's there's more. Uh, oh, that's my Barry on Deck TikTok. Oh, and that's the other thing. Is anytime social media shit that's got to be done, I got to do it twice. I got to do it once for comedy and then once for Barry on Deck. It's the damn worst. Let me see. TikTok profile. Barry on, uh, or excuse me, Barry is funny. Currently logged in. Yeah, I know, bitch. I know who I am. Mm, there's no prom pick out there, is there? I don't think so. We just probably got to post something else. It's probably be like, look at this. <laughs> yeah, I get so like, I used to really freak out if numbers were low, but I kind of don't give a shit now. It's like, whatever. I mean, I, I have to care, but it's a struggle. All right, let's talk about MVP odds uh, for the NFL. Now, I did the top three plus one. So there's three where you're like, okay, this is probably who it is. But I threw in the fourth as a wild card just because, you know, shit happens. Stranger things have happened. Although I don't think it's likely that they win, but stranger things have happened. So here is your NFL MVP odds. There you go. Patrick Mahomes is a minus 750 to win MVP again this year. And I'll tell you the truth. I don't think he does if Tua stays healthy and or if Jalen Hurts Jalen Hurts stays healthy. I think if either one of those guys plays 16 games, you can miss one. It's fine. You know, maybe go out at the at a half, miss the next game. You miss a, a game and a half or something like that. You can fade that if you're having the kind of season that maybe Jalen Hurts did have. Look at Philly with and without him. Look at the Dolphins with and without Tua. That's value. And, yeah, don't get me wrong. Do I want to see the Chiefs play without Patrick Mahomes? No. Are the Bengals doing what they did without Burrow? No. And are the Bills without – no, they're not. I get that. Um, but I, yeah, I, so I, I, obviously there's value in all these guys at the end of the day though. I mean, you can't argue number one seed in the AFC, probably the best team in football in many ways with Patrick Mahomes and scary to face in the playoffs. You don't want to see him. So Patrick Mahomes at minus seven fifty. Oh, good. Spam risk is calling. I hate this bullshit. Look at this. Look at this bullshit. I hate that. Screw you. Uh, Joe Burrow, plus 750. And Josh Allen is a plus 1,000. Jalen Hurts at plus 1,200. I don't think there's any value in any of these. Like, it's certainly not worth putting down 750 bucks to make 100 on Patrick Mahomes. Now, if you wanted to throw down, you know, a couple bucks on Joe Burrow or whatever, okay, you're probably throwing that money away. I, I don't. That's such a big discrepancy. I don't know if that's even feasible that anybody else wins this. It's kind of his, and then it's the rest of the field. But I really believe Jalen Hurts falling all the way down to plus 1,200 had everything to everything to do with injuries. 
And he looked good. He was impressive, but. Alex. Yeah, yeah. Boy, you know, the Chiefs aren't good without Patrick Mahomes. The Bengals aren't good without Joe Burrow. The Texans aren't good without The Texans aren't good. I mean, yeah, there's nobody that should be like, ooh, that's going to hurt their chances. By the way, did you guys see Cal McNair said, hey, I just want everyone to know that we're really going to try to get this right this time. We're committed to getting it right. What? The new head coach? The search? And he's like, and I'm going to be more involved. Okay, first of all, no. No one wants you to be involved, Cal. You're, you're, I'm sorry. You're, I mean, I don't, I don't know how to put this. Let me be an adult about this. You're a fucking idiot. And, and so <sighs> Cal says he's going to be more involved in the head coaching search. Uh, Nick Casario has been here for what? Three years with three head coaches. I mean, who, who, who picked the last two? Who picked David Cullen? You let him go after a year. Who picked Lovey Smith? You let him go after a year. Who's who's doing this? And it doesn't matter. You could you could bring in John, you could go dig up Vince Lombardi. You could get Vince Lombardi's hologram. I don't give a shit. You could it none of that matters. You could take the DNA from Vince Lombardi's bones and combine it with George Hallis's DNA. And build the perfect coach. And they still would have went 313 and one. Why we did this yesterday. Why are you firing Lovey Smith? You knew you were gonna suck. You're gonna suck next year. I just I don't I don't understand this. It it it, it makes no sense to me. None. I don't get it. Uh Flip says something about Associated Press voting for MVP. I can't bet. What? Uh, at the end of Cal's speech, he said, he, who wants hot dogs? Nice. I, his whole speech was, was, oh, geez. Let me see if I can get it. Let me go. Let me go. You want to hear it? You want to hear it? Let me show you Cal McNair's speech. Let me pull up this bullshit. Oh, I can't find it. It was on Mark Berman's Twitter. <laughs> let me see, Mark. If I can't find it, uh, quickly, then we're just going to skip it. There we go. Uh, no, I don't even see Mark Berman. Okay. Well, never mind then. But he basically said what I just said. He's like, well, we're going to try. We're going to, we're going to give it our best. And if we, if we, if, you know, we're going to, we're, we're committed to winning. I don't know about all that. I really, I really don't know. I, I don't know that I believe you, Cal. Okay. Pull up my list here. Oh. <gasps> This was the other thing that we needed to discuss. And we didn't get to this. um, We didn't get to this yesterday. Today's Tuesday. Yeah, we didn't get to this yesterday. This was super shitty. Like, I was embarrassed um, for coach, team, players, everybody. Hold on. Um, there we go. I got it. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Chat. Don't worry. Shows. Let me just pop this in here. 
on sports. Oh, no, it's sports. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Well, they, um, not their best moment against Cleveland, up 28 to 14 in the fourth quarter. And uh, who was it with the sack? Alex Highsmith. Sacks Deshaun Watson in the fourth quarter. And uh, actually, you know what? Let me see which one of these would look better here. Because I, I want you guys to be able to see it all the way. <clears throat> Things I trust more than Cal McNair. ERCOT, a post-Taco Belfort, and relationship advice from Ike Turner. Oh, well done, Cisco. That's a good list. I mean, you know, all things considered. Okay. This was the hey, post-sack yeah. sell. Hey, Total Dallas, thank you for the resub, buddy. 11 months. Yeah, not first, but number one in my heart. All right. Even though you lost to D-Mata in fantasy. So this was the, this was the sack celebration. Um, after, after uh, Highsmith's sack to Sean Watson. Dolphins, and unfortunately for Pittsburgh fans, that makes this result. So it was a CPR. Uh, he resuscitated. And unfortunately for Pittsburgh fans, that makes this result. That was that was not good. That was uh, uh, awful. As a matter of fact, I don't want to even run the video, but I mean that is when you consider everything that this league just went through. Bro, what 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 are you guys doing? And I'm embarrassed for Mike Tomlin. I'm embarrassed for the Steelers. I, I that's a that's a bad look. You you can't you can't do that, right? I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, maybe maybe you guys disagree, but I just think that I'm I'm not saying like yeah, bad timing is maybe poor taste, bad timing. There's all of it. It's just, it, it's a bad look. It's not funny. I don't know. Um, I, I, I don't know what people think when they do shit like that. Like, what are you, what were you thinking? The man literally had to be revived on field. DeMar Hamlin did. So you do a CPR chest compressions impression. Uh, it's bad. That's bad. I, I, how did I know there was going to be two people that might defend this? You can always count on Flip and Amos. Amos is like, no, nah, I'm going to sit this one out, player. You're not going to get this out of me. Uh, but you can always count on Flip to... I'm sick of these woke pussies. Like that's, I feel like flip probably has that written down in like a journal. That's that's in flips journal. Like <laughs> flip is Amos. Amos. I think, but you know, 
He doesn't do it as often as Flip, but Flip is Flip. Anytime we have this kind of discussion, Flip is immediately on the opposite side every time, and I love it because he don't give a fuck. Like, this is what I believe. This is how I feel. This is what I think. I'm, I'm, I, I got your back on that part, Flip. I don't agree with it. I think sometimes it's you're way offline or. Uh, but I'm sure you think the same way about me, so that's fine. But I, when I saw this, I was like, if anyone's going to defend this, it's going to be Flip or Amos. Definitely Flip. And there he is. He's like, what's the big deal? He's tired. What's the problem? Shut up, Flip! He's not tired. It was a CPR move. It wasn't like a, oh, here, let me get you some, let me, uh, you know. He literally did chest compressions on the man. A week, not even a week, Monday to Sunday after DeMar Hamlin had to be revived on the field after his heart stopped. You just don't do that, whether it was intentional or not. Yeah, Amos said, I'll defend it wasn't planned, but terrible timing. Maybe so. Maybe so. Did they say that it wasn't planned? It was spur of the moment. Here you go. Let's read this. Uh, celebration comes less than a week after DeMar Hamlin collapsed in the field and had to be revived. Immediately after the celebration, social media users began giving their takes. One football fan mocked Pittsburgh by calling the action real classy. Um, Mark Irne. Uh, any head said Pittsburgh Steelers are utterly disrespectful for trying to reenact what happened to DeMar Hamlin. Radio host Isaac Winslow questioned what he just saw. Did a Steelers player just do CPR in a big play celebration? Mike Gunn said, of all weeks, not a great look. Yikes. He later added, Highsmith obviously didn't have any ill intention toward Hamlin, just saying it happened at the time, and the timing wasn't the greatest. Writer Chip Franklin said, really, after Hamlin tragedy, the classless Steelers go with a CPR celebration. Many um, NFL teams, including the Bills, by the way, they had, uh, I didn't see, I didn't know if every team did this, but um, they had uh, Russell Wilson and uh, I forget who it was. It was the number three from the other team, but they met it in, at uh, midfield and prayed. And uh, it was pretty cool to see that in, that in the Denver game. But there was a bunch of different types of, moments uh leading into the games. I thought it was pretty cool. I thought that was a, a it was a cool thing, a classic thing. ESPN flipped their microphone flags upside down so instead of an E it was a 3. Uh all the the threes on the um field were outlined in red or blue to, you know, cuz that was DeMar Hamlin's number or is DeMar Hamlin's number 3. So I thought I thought a lot of cool things were done to honor DeMar Hamlin to show support for him. That's that bullshit that we just watched was not one of them. I mean, you just got to stop, right? And maybe, maybe it wasn't intentional. Maybe it was uh, just a, oh, he looked tired. So, but it's just, even if that's the case, you, you know what? You, you deserve whatever heat and hate you get. You still did it. You know, you still did it. Uh, let's see. Let me see what the chat is saying here. Flip. Shaking my head. <laughs> Easy flipper. Uh, that move has been around way too long to give it to Hamlin. Uh, that he should have gotten a 15-yard penalty for that shit. 
I'll defend it wasn't planned, but terrible thing or terrible timing. You think fines are handed out? No, I don't think they'll fine them for that. No. They'll just have to, you know, flatline in the court of public opinion. One deep said time to retire that celebration somewhere. Uh, Kayvon Thibodeau's just happy he's off the hook for making snow angels next to Nick Foles. Yeah. Right. Uh, what if they were honoring the trainers? Stop it. Uh, total flip. Stop it. Flip Dallas. Ah, man, a bunch of the Steelers showed up and donated books and other things to Hamlin's Children's Center. Uh, oh, that's cool. Okay, how long before he can do that move, or is it banned for good? Well, you don't do it the same fucking week, Flip. I'm not saying you ban the move. I'm not saying you ban that celebration, but the same week, six days later, bro, really? And you're laying on the ground? Come on, man. That's not okay. That's not okay. Just fucking wait. Just wait. You want to do the little, oh, revive me. I've been exhausted. I've been, okay, cool. Do that shit months from now. Do it when DeMar Hamlin's out of the hospital and back to living a normal life. Don't do that shit the same week. He hadn't even been fucking transported back to Buffalo yet. I'm not yelling at you. I'm just saying in general. That's not, that's not, no. It's just classless. It's a, it's a terrible look. It's a shitty thing to do. McLovin said, uh, Barry, uh, in my opinion, I think going forward, fantasy leagues need to change the rules and end earlier, for example, like in week 14. So if an emergency like this happens again, they can come, uh, the game can for sure be. Yeah, that's a good point. And Jen and I already talked about that. And we, uh, yeah, we, we are, um, we are in agreement. We, we talked to Ivan and there will be some others that we consult with, but going forward, the season will end like week 14 or 15, something like that. Or no, uh, the playoffs will end like week 16. Yeah. Not 18. That's too much. That's too much. So. Yeah, but we're going to get that fixed. We'll get that fixed. I don't know what the normal, but I have never played into week 18 before. So that was kind of different for me too. I blame Ivan. It was the first league that drafted and he set it up. So if you didn't like this year's Barry on deck, it's definitely 100% Ivan's fault. That's what I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with that. That works. Who is, who is this dude? I just get random follows sometimes on Twitter, and I'm like, who I'm like, who the fuck is that guy? Yeah. We're going to a special place in hell, Rudy Rod. Yeah, you guys both are. For the flatline stuff, that's why I ignored it. Uh, I bet they got that sideline and uh, said we probably shouldn't have done that. I could see that. But come out and say that, right? Be like, look, I, I wasn't thinking. That, that had nothing to do with him. That was just... You know, explain it at least, but I haven't seen anything where they explain it. And by the way, I do want to point out, somebody tweeted out. Now, y'all know on this show, um, I have a man crush on Mike Tomlin. I love me some Mike Tomlin. I do. I love Mike Tomlin. I wish he was the coach of the Houston Texans. Uh, I wish I, I wish I was a Steelers fan, one of the two. Somebody tweeted about this the other day, and I think Cisco tagged me. I was like, how does this make you feel? Or maybe it was Uzi, little Uzi Vert, uh, Stephen the Weather Guy. One of the two. But it was a stat that Mike Tomlin, oh, let me see if I can find it. I'll share it. Hold on. Where did he ask me? It said, how does this make you feel? Where'd it go? 
Man, I tweet a lot. I hope it, most of it's funny. What is what? What the hell is this? Oh, semi-auto rifles. I don't want to argue with you about politics, bro. Oh, man. I want y'all to see this. I, I want to read it at least because it was a pretty dope stat. Basically, the gist of it is Mike Tomlin has never had a losing season. Ever. Including this year when it looked like he was 100,000 million percent. Here we go. It was Steven Usyk. Steven Usyk. Um, here's the tweet. It was from uh, Field Yates. Like, come on, fam. Are we all, you all are sleeping. Not we, not we, but you all are sleeping on the greatness of Mike Tomlin. Look at this. Look at this stat. The Steelers woke up on Thanksgiving three and seven. They went six and one down the stretch, not allowing 20 points in any game. Mike Tomlin has now been a head coach for 16 seasons and never had a losing record. Fam, what? Uh, Uzi was like, hey, Barry, what do you think about that? And I said, boy, feel so good. Mike Tomlin's the man. You say what you want about Belichick and all the mother cats, and I would agree with you that they're good coaches. Mike Tomlin's the shit. Uh, just n- no doubt about it. That's why when there was rumors earlier, when they were three and seven people were like, get Tomlin's got to go. He's got to go. He's lost the locker room. Shout out to Dez, ATX Hobo Girl. She's a Steelers fan. Tomlin's lost the locker room. I was like, well, send his ass to Houston. I'll gladly take Mike Tomlin as the next tech coach of the Houston Texans. Hell yes. Hell yes. Um, Nasty Nate said, come on over, Barry. There's always room for uh, more fans here in Steelers country. Yeah, I just, I, I, I would love to root for that guy. I mean, I do root for the guy. I'm not a Steelers fan, but it'd be great. McLevin said, Barry, I'm with you. I'd go uh, I'd go on a bromance date with Mike Tomlin. The man is just an absolute G. He is. Like, the way he handles himself, the way he conducts business, how straightforward and honest he is, and he's a damn good coach, and dudes would run through a wall for him. Like, yes, Perry, he floods my basement, okay? I get all moist in my south regions. I get all, yeah. There's a lot of street flooding going down. On Taint Avenue. That's gross. So, Dawson, how long since his ring, since y'all like to count Cowboys drought time? Don't nobody give a shit. How many coaches have the Cowboys gone through in 16 years? Oh, you want to? Oh, now, you done picked the fight. You didn't want to pick Total Dallas. Let's see. Dallas Cowboys head coaches. And then I'm going to pull up Mike Tomlin. No, you, no, don't shush me. Cece, I get a pass. You can't be mad at me. I didn't pick this fight. Total Dallas did. And uh, we're about to go to Fist City with this bullshit. Here we go. Uh, list of Dallas Cowboy head coaches. God damn. Oh, Tom Landry. Mike Tomlin, Wikipedia career. Mike Tomlin has been the head coach of the Steelers since 2007, where he has won 63% of his games. He's 8-9 and nine in the postseason. He's got a 63.6 winning percentage as a Steeler head coach. 
Super Bowl head coach, assistant Super Bowl, uh, assistant coach is a Super Bowl champion. Most consecutive non-losing seasons to begin a coaching career. 16. Now, now, let me pull this bullshit up. Get, 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 get off me, man. Come here. There's the Mike Tomlin stats. Uh, Pixel Bob. Thank you, Thor. Uh, what's up, Thor? Uh, he doesn't tackle very well. Jacoby Jones is in there in the chat. At least it was the 2000s. <laughs> How about Texans sign as doppelganger Omar Epps? No, it's not the same. I'm a Tomlin fan and still despise the Steelers. Yeah, I think he could be too. I mean, dude, Tomlin's good. So good. All right, so there you go. There's the stats. Um, look at that. Look at that winning percentage. Boy, oh boy. 63.6%. So since 2007, Cowboys have gone through Wade Phillips, Jason Garrett, and Mike McCarthy, who Wade Phillips had the best winning percentage at 60%. Someone from Georgia is calling me now. Who the fuck is that guy? Get out of here. Jason Garrett won 55.9% of his games. And Mike McCarthy is winning 54.5% of his games. So they're going backwards. And no coach has a better winning percentage uh, than Mike Tomlin in Cowboys history. Not even the great Tom Landry. Tom Landry won 60% of his game, 605 Jimmy Johnson won 55. Barry Switzer won 62.5% of his games thanks to Jimmy Johnson and that trade. Chan Gailey, 56. Dave Campo, good old Dave Campo. Bill Parcells won 53%. Wade Phillips, 60. But none of them have won over 63.5% of their games like Mike Tomlin. So, total Dallas, you talk all that shit you want. The fact of the matter is, Mike Tomlin is a better coach than any other coach in Cowboys history just based off of winning. Uh, suck it, nerd. Uh, now, don't get me started on postseasons. That's not. <laughs> postseasons different. Um, <laughs> Alex Villanueva said the Cowboys need to bring back Wade Phillips. Bro, the Cowboys need to bring back Bum Phillips, Wade Phillips, Dave Campo, El Campo. Campo, Fanique. Mike McCarthy. How do you go backwards, though? That's that's the that's the scary thing. They're going backwards. Although he does have one win in the playoffs. Or no, I'm sorry, he's got an L. One playoff berth and he lost it. Way to go, Mike. Um boy. Slim pickings. So yeah, how dare you? How dare you, dog? How dare you, dog the great. All right. Uh, let's just look it up. Eddie Tomlin, his brother, is a trainer of the Steelers. Sign him. <laughs> nah. uh, Tomlin Road Cowers Coattails. What, bitch? If you don't, if you don't get the fuck out of here. Like literally, we could go and let me pull up the head coaches. Now, see, I'm not going to sit here. You're just grasping at straws. Like, you are literally just grasping at straws if that's your argument. 
Whoa. He rode Cowher's coattails. Well, guess what? They've literally, what have they, how many coaches have they had in, in team history? Three or four, some bullshit like crazy shit like that. And they haven't had many. Uh, yeah, Chuck Knoll was the coach from 72. Damn. Yeah, that's crazy. Chuck Knoll and then Bill Cowher and then Mike Tomlin. Fat Garrett will be in Cancun a week from today. Uh, isn't Wade coaching the Roughnecks? I think he is, yeah. Yeah. How are you going to diss Bum when he's dead? I didn't diss Bum. I didn't diss him. I said the Cowboys need him. And by the way, earlier I was talking about digging up Vince Lombardi and George Hallis and combining their DNA and making a new super coach that still wouldn't help the Texans. And you didn't have a problem with that? Don't don't start with me, Flip. Don't you dare. Brady has never lost to the Cowboys. I did see that too. I think that changes. I think the Cowboys win this opening game. I think they do. Uh, Nasty Nate said you can argue Mike Tomlin won the Super Bowl off of Cowers team, but he also had 14 years of success beyond that Super Bowl. So, yeah, exactly. I miss Jason Garrett. Yeah, did you ever think you'd say that? I uh, looked it up. Eddie Tomlin's his brother. Okay, not January. Uh, like his skinny predecessor. Okay. All right. Cool. What time is it? 4.40? Oh, we didn't get to do that coaching carousel thing. Hold on. Let me see here. Uh, let me close this. This was kind of cool. So since we're on the subject of coaching, uh, this was a pretty dope little thing that ESPN did that I wanted to share with you guys. I don't know if you saw it. Maybe you did, maybe you didn't. But this is the NFL head coach carousel for all the teams, right? So the way it works is you pick the team. Broncos, Cardinals, Colts, Panthers, Texans. And then you pick the names uh, that would that could be taking over. Bienemy, Leslie Frazier, Jonathan Gannon, Jim Harbaugh, Sean Payton, Dan Quinn, Frank Wright, D'Amico Ryans, Shane Steichen. I don't even know who the fuck this dude is. Steve Wilkes, back to Eric Bieniemy. So it'll give you a grade and do they match and so on and so forth. Um, so the Broncos, I mean, I, I personally don't give a shit about that. We could, uh, I would like to see what what they think about the Cardinals, but let's let's just do the Broncos real quick. Let's see what the best fit is for the Broncos, right? Uh, that they think is it Eric Bieniemy? They give that a B minus. Leslie Frazier's a B plus. Jonathan Gannon's a B, Jim Harbaugh a C plus, Sean Payton an A minus. Not a bad thought actually. Sean Payton comes back, he gets Russell Wilson. <sighs> Maybe. Um Dan Quinn, I don't like that idea, but that's just me. Uh Frank Reich, I think I I don't know. I think Frank Reich needs to go back and be an OC. I don't think you give him a head coaching job anywhere. Uh, D'Amico Ryans is not a good fit simply because defense hasn't been a problem for them. Uh, Shane Steichen maxed, uh, maximized Jalen Hurts' skill set. Oh, so he's the Philly OC? Okay. Well, that's cool. Steve Wilkes is a C+. Plus. Um, and then there you go. Back to Eric Bieniemy. So that's the Broncos. Cardinals. Eric Bieniemy is a B plus. Frazier's a B minus. Jonathan Gannon's a B minus. Harbaugh's a C minus. So they got Harbaugh listed as a C for both teams so far. Sean Payton a B. Dan Quinn a B. Frank Reich an A minus. Culture change is needed. 
Reich has a strong track record with it. Yeah, but would that get him in in Indy? Like nothing. Uh, D'Amico Ryan C plus Shane Steichen an A, Steve Wilkes an F. Damn, there's a better chance Arizona resigns Carson Palmer. Wilkes probably wants nothing to do with this job. True. After the Cardinals fired him for one season. True. True of that. I forgot about that. Eric Bieniemy. There you go. B plus. All right. So that's the Cardinals. Uh, Colts jobs. Bieniemy is a B plus. Leslie Frazier's an A. Disagree with that. Jonathan Gannon, a B minus. Jim Harbaugh, an A minus. This is the job I believe he wants. Jim Ursay might match Harbaugh's quirkiness, given Indy's former captain comeback power to match the nostalgia. Okay. Sean Payton's a B minus. Yeah, I think Sean is going to want a more established offense. Dan Quinn's a C plus. Frank Reich is an F, of course. D'Amico Ryan's a C. Shane Steichen a B. Steve Wilkes a C plus. There you go. Panthers. Eric Bietamie's a C. Leslie Frazier a B. Gannon's a C plus. Harbaugh's a B. Sean Payton a D minus. Dan Quinn an A minus. Uh, Frank Reich an A minus. D'Amico Ryan's a B plus. I think that'd be a pretty good fit, actually. Uh, and then Shane Steichen a C. Steve Wilkes an A. Many around the league believe Wilkes has earned the job by uh, improving morale and enforcing a physical brain of football. Will it be enough? Who knows? There you go. Uh, Panthers, Texans. Here you go. Here you go, folks. <laughs> Eric Bieniemy is a B. What does Nick Casario want from head coach? Feels like we still don't have the answers. Bieniemy could help him give that edge. Uh, so Bieniemy is a B. Leslie Frazier, an A. Obviously, the Texans have to figure out quarterback, but they have the money and the picks to rebuild quickly under a leader like Frazier. Jonathan Gannon, who, by the way, interviewed, uh, I think, the last two years and didn't get the gig. I think he might be the guy. I think he might end up getting the gig. But Gannon was a finalist for the Houston job last year. Oh, there you go. Many around the league uh, thought he could get the job. He should be a front runner yet again. Jim Harbaugh is a B plus. Harbaugh ain't coming here. I guarantee you that. Sean Payton, D plus. I think he ain't coming here either. Dan Quinn depends on their QB, but Houston has the picks and money to rebuild in a hurry. Quinn is the kind of overseer coach. No thanks. No thanks. Uh, I want a young, innovative guy. That's what I want. Frank Reich, B minus. No thanks. D'Amico Ryan's. Now this one is this one's interesting, but at the same time. Uh, it says he played in Houston. They love him there. They could sell it as a building around a franchise hero, and they have the resources to rebuild quickly. I mean, I I, I can't think of a lot of reasons to say no to this. I mean, D'Amico Ryans is a hot prospect. He's a hot commodity in the coaching ranks. And, yeah, he he's a former Texan, and that's a – it's a big selling point if you're trying to rally the troops back again, right? You're trying to get guys back in the fans back in the fold and 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 pumped again. Go out and get a name that they recognize from the the bygone era of good Texans football, and I use that term loosely. Good. D'Amico Ryan's makes a lot of sense. Now he's not the creative offensive mind that you know, but that's okay. Um. He's probably going to be on a lot of lists for head coaches. So I like that one. Um, Jonathan Gannon's probably the same thing. 
just because of his ability to run an offense. But, you know, got a lot of work to do there. So, Frank Reich, D'Amico Ryans, Shane Steichen, uh, uh, we now know well, I know. Now he's doing it with the Eagles. And Steve Wilkes is a B-. minus. Eric Bieniemy back to a B. So, there you go. There you go. Like the Rudy T. hire. Ah, well done. Yeah, Dick Willie, well done. Kind of like a Rudy T. hire, right? I like it. So that was the Texans. And then lastly, Broncos. Oh, we started with that. So, yeah. Um, I just it, I, really interesting. If you want to take the time and read everything that they said, maybe Jeff Bell, I know you, you got a favorite team in here. And a lot of us do. I'm going to post the link in the chat. That will take you to the coaching carousel. If you want to go read about it and catch up on all of the different names and shit. I'd, I'd wear my D'Amico Ryan's jersey every Sunday, but it won't happen. Why don't you think it'll happen? I think it's a great PR move, which is what the Texans need. The Texans need some things. They need a good draft. They need a quarterback. They need, obviously, new coordinators and a new coaching staff. Um, but they need the fans to buy back into the program. And I think D'Amico Ryan's checks a lot of those boxes, right? Especially if you do my plan and you go Will Anderson with your pick, right? Get defense, get D'Amico Ryan's. We've seen what he can do. He's got a, he's got a boast over there. So give him, give him Will Anderson, give him a stud, uh, franchise, you know, and there's a couple of them at the top of the draft, not just Will Anderson, the, Dude from Georgia. We just saw last night. So either one of those. Go with that. I I don't, you know, and now I I would love to see um, a sexy, flashy, offensive genius come in, you know, right? You get your, well, at one time, Cliff Kingsbury, but you get your, um, you get your Sean McVay, you get your, uh, you get your, Mike uh, 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 McDaniel, you get you get that sexy. Mm, show me your girl. Show me your playbook. But I, I mean, I think defense is you know, it's still the the cornerstone of a championship playoff caliber teams. So I think you could do worse by bringing in D'Amico Ryan's. Checks a lot of boxes, man. Checks a ton of boxes. And and let's not sleep on this fact. Um, in Texas, last two quarterback or last two uh, head coaches have been African American. Um, with all of the problems and and bad PR that this team has had in regards to race and race relations, and and you you, you keep that streak going as well. That's kind of what the Lovey Smith and the uh, the Dave Culley thing felt like back in the day. Remember the Dave Culley thing happened after the Steve Wilkes thing, and then um, and then you had uh, what was it uh, 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 in in Miami? What was the damn name? Brian Flores. And so the Texans kind of felt some pressure, I think. But this, you know, so it, it kind of felt like they they did that from a PR perspective and not necessarily a this is the best guy for the job perspective. But I think you you check both of those boxes, right? You check both of those boxes and more. I, I, 
I don't think the I don't think the, the D'Amico Ryan's is a bad idea for for this team. Miko don't want to come back to Houston not for a rebuild. I I mean, look, here's the big thing, Dre. I don't even think it has to do with a rebuild because you don't get a coaching gig in the NFL for good teams. Spoiler alert: most good football teams that have an established uh, upper upper echelon quarterback, a good pass rusher, you know, cornerstone um, D lineman, edge rusher, shit like that. All the good teams, I mean, the Bengals aren't looking to make a change. You know, the Chiefs aren't trying to get rid of Andy Reid and run him out of town. The the teams that make the changes are the ones that suck. So if you've never had a head coaching job, guess what your opportunities are? You either hang out until the guy you're with shits the bed or quits or retires or goes somewhere else, or you take a job on a team that's, I mean, what which one of these teams that we just went through isn't going through a rebuild? I mean, the only one I think is the the first one on your screen, Denver. They're definitely not in a rebuild. Maybe they should. Cardinals are about to be, mark my words. Uh, Colts are about to be. Panthers are. Texans are. I mean, these are just bad. J.J. Uh, Watt just retired. I think the Cardinals are probably getting sick of Kyler Murray's bullshit. D hops probably disgruntled. I, if they're not a rebuild next year soon. Yeah. I I believe that Dick Willie very soon. Look at how bad this team was. Yeah. The Raiders probably should too. Let's pull up something here. Let me go. NFL. Damn bro. What is the deal with this bullshit? What are we doing? We go stats. And standings. I'll pull up both of those. All right, put that there. We'll put that there. Oh, damn it. Stop. There we go. Uh, so let's start with Arizona at 4 and 13. Um, dead ass last. Let's go to team stats. Let's pull up the leaders on both. Just because you have a name or two doesn't necessarily mean that your team, you know, just because you have a D hop. Now, again, and you got Kyler Murray. But with Cliff Kingsbury's vast knowledge of offenses, this is a team that averaged 348 yards a game and 26 points. Oh, that's defense. Excuse me. Uh, where's the offense? Uh, there we go. Uh, 323 yards a game and 20 points. And I get, I, look, I understand. They were without D-Hop for six games. Murray was hurt a little bit. I just think. Um, <laughs> Trey said, I hear you, Barry. You're definitely right on good teams not looking for a coach. Well, maybe Dallas next week. Yeah. It, it's, it happens. It's just the vast majority of jobs are going to be on bad teams. And I I stand by what I just said. Maybe not a complete rebuild, but Arizona, if, if, you know, Cliff Kingsbury didn't forget how to run an offense. And again, I I get it. You had a ton of of, um, injuries. So maybe I was speaking out of turn a little bit. But there's some, okay, if it's not a rebuild, it's a revamp. (laughs) 
Is Kyler Murray the guy? Can you win a Super Bowl with Kyler Murray? I don't know. I don't know. Um, but I, I think that that team is further than they are closer. And needs to overhaul. So maybe I, maybe I was maybe I was a bit uh, overzealous with Arizona being in a complete rebuild. I I acquiesce. I, uh, I I'll walk it back. I'll take it back. Still, they ain't great. You don't you don't. I mean, what did I say their record was four and thirteen? That ain't all just because they didn't have D Hop. Not a good football team right now. Wouldn't mind Cliff as an OC at NOLA. Mm. Yeah, Cliff will get an OC job somewhere if he doesn't go back to college. And that's the other thing. He might go back to college and probably do pretty well. Uh, All right. I love Flip. Flip every day into the show. He says, good show, B, because that reminds me it's time to go. I love it. Because I'll just sit here and yip and yap and talk and shit for no reason. Hey, uh, Sir Euler, I didn't say thank you for the follow, but thank you for the follow. I'm sorry I missed that. And Total Dallas, thank you for the resub. All right, if you subbed, uh, if you're new, thank you for the follows. Thank you for the sub, Total Dallas. Thank you to uh, Hugh Dab for the cheers. Appreciate you guys. Uh, and there's no sports to enjoy tonight, so, you know, enjoy your loved ones. I don't know. Go read a book. Do something productive around the house. I don't know. Talk to y'all tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow, Kelly Eco is going to join me in uh, probably 3 o'clock hour to talk some uh, NBA basketball and Rockets. We'll uh, we'll get into more NFL. I've got a ton of other stuff to do, too. Let's see. We got we got draft needs. We got some NFL futures for the, for the playoffs and beyond. Some cool shit to go through there. And I'll find some more stuff for us to have some fun with. So... Alex said, what's a book? Exactly. Yeah, Perry, I got to start getting more into that. I got to start getting more into the NBA. You're right. It's time. Damn it. All right. All right. Until I see y'all tomorrow, man. Again, deckheads, thank you so much for for making this show possible, being here every day. I love you. I appreciate you. This doesn't happen without you. So my hat's off to you. No, it's not now, but it it will be. Uh, All right. Until I see you tomorrow, do me three favors. Be safe. Be kind. And most importantly, love each other. I'll see y'all tomorrow. I don't know if we're raiding today. Let's just not raid. Oh, man, my head itches. I hate hats so much. If we have a good raid, we will. If not, eh. Ah. I'll see y'all tomorrow. Bye. I should play this as the outro. Zero, 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 zero. Bye, y'all. And he's making a YouTube video.